Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome yourselves to episode five. My name is Mike Busey, and you're listening to the Mike Busey Show, along with my wonderful, amazing, talented co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. What's up, Mike? Number five. I know every episode starts the same way with me so excited. I'm like, number four, I can't believe we're here. Number five, Mike, we're here. By episode 10, we're like, all right, all right, we get it. You fucking did it again. We're just so excited that we're actually... Being consistent. Five episodes in a row. Yeah, I'm feeling good with it, too, man. We're def- I'm ready to retire. Oh, the, after six, man, we're just doing a movie. Let's it's just six episodes it in a movie, yo. That's it. Yeah. And then our seventh episode will be a reboot, reboot with, like, hotter, younger cast members than us. Who's going to play you in the reboot? Like, who's going to play Mike Busey? Uh, I don't know. I don't I'm going know. for a Jonas brother for me. Yeah, the one fat of, one or the skinny one? The skinny one. I've oh, no, no, that was, you're talking about Jonah. I would think of Jonah Hill. Oh, no, 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 no. He doesn't have a brother. I, I like my famous people fat. If they start fat, I want them to end fat. Like, don't die on me skinny of a heroin overdose looking skinny, and, and I can't recognize you. When famous people get skinny, I get disgusted at them. I'm they, like, really, man? What about our role models? I saw some psycho, psychological test that they believe that people that are overweight are more funnier. I think, I think, I, I think people... Which is why we have a career. Yeah, we definitely have to be. So more don't funny. get skinny is the point of the story. Imagine if we weren't funny though. Like, what would we have? I don't know. I would. I have no idea because I definitely feel like I've tricked a few people into having sex with me by laughing. Like, oh, ha, ha, whoops, and they're naked. They're like, you're so funny, motherfucker! Your dick. Like a clown <laughs> with a pie in the face. Yeah. You know. Surprise. Ah, oh, cock. Consensually tricked them. Of course. Consensually. I love the term consensually tricked them. 2020 (laughs) has been brought to you by the word consensual. The consensual trick. It's like, I didn't mean to do this, but it's like when you buy an upgrade in a car, you're like, get over here, you motherfucker. I didn't want that warranty, but you consensually tricked me into it, you know? That's true. I mean, uh, five episodes in a row, and we still don't really have a format. So if you just tuned in... Don't worry, you haven't missed anything other than us talk about, wow, how we're so excited we're still doing this. Yeah, and consensual trickery, uh, <laughs> the headline of the year. I mean, uh, I, think, I think the reason what the political uh, climate is now of uh, everyone's um, feelings and emotions, 2020 in a, in a nutshell, it's, 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 I feel like it's a seed that was planted a while ago that grew and grew because all these pussies have been watering it and watering it. And now everyone's scared to say certain things and talk about certain things. I think what happened was we always knew everybody had a right to have an opinion. We just didn't have to have access to everybody's opinions. So everything was cool. But now we literally have access to everyone's opinion. And it's overwhelming because you don't have, you don't, you used to have to, if you really wanted to know what somebody felt about something, you had to look at them face to face and they had to risk pissing you off or you pissing them off. So you had to tread lightly. But now, you'd be scratching comfort, your balls at five in the morning, like, you know what? I, this offends me. Yeah. Well, now from the comfort of your home, you can be offended and then get tough because the person's not oh, standing I'm right offended. there. And that's the difference now. The person's not standing in Stop your face. Stop it, Miguel. You're offending me. Well, everybody's a tough guy now, man. Internet gangsters. It reminds me of the 90s when we had studio gangsters in rap. Like somebody would lay a, a track about how they were going to fuck you up, and then they would make sure to avoid you. And that's how it is now with a lot of this shit on the internet. People will lay a trap to talk so much shit about you or your opinion, but then they will physically avoid you so they don't have to look you in the face and say it. I miss the old days when you just shoot somebody. Well, like, oh, yeah, why- you, you fuck my bitch. I mean, I guess they still do it now, but uh, I miss the cancel culture beef. is so... Uh, well, I miss old rap beef because of that, because now people are like, did you hear this guy's beefing with this other guy? And I'm like, but they're both going to die of a pill overdose. 
So what does it matter? You know, I miss my rappers. Where it was like somebody gonna get shot. Like <laughs> you really ran your mouth. You gonna show up to a barbecue in, in, in Slauson and you're gonna get killed. But now it's just like well, we said a lot of shit. Now he's probably gonna go home, eat a bunch of Xanax, and feel sad. I you fantasize know? about uh, the moment because I want to do it before I die. This is one of my one of my to do lists. What do you want to do? Is to uh, randomly show up at someone's house who was talking sh- slick shit on, yeah. on the internet. You know, like how that movie uh, Jay and Silent Bob, where they flew yeah. all the way to the dude's house. Are you blah blah blah? Yeah. Did you say this? And he just fucking punches him. Uh, that I would love that. Or if the movie Dirty Deeds was like a real movie, dirty or Deeds. Dirty 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 Work. Dirty Work with Norm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Norm McDonald's a great movie. You just like if you could. I wish there was like a, an Instagram that you could follow him, like, and have like certain tiers, certain budgets. Like, did yeah. your bitch cheat on you? All right. What do you want? The bottom tier, like where you just like you know. You pretend you have a really hot girlfriend and you're really rich now, and now she's jealous. Or you want to bump it up to where like her car catches on fire, or do you, do you want to give her some AIDS, or <laughs> would you like her to be uh, human trafficked in Africa? What level can you afford? AIDS isn't the last tier. <laughs> no, because <laughs> like, AIDS is like, dude, look at Magic Johnson. He's he's healthier than I am. He's got AIDS or whatever ri- the fuck if, he's if got. If you're HIV. rich, I'm sure AIDS isn't isn't what it used to be. But I mean, if you're poor. Chicken pox will fuck you up, you know. Like, I mean, like, if you're rich, you can get a lot of shit. You can have a lot of problems. I don't know. I mean, I guess my dick is so small, so it doesn't reach the bottom of the vagina because I have, I spent most of my sexual career being Mr. Captain Condom. I think because I was you used so to, broke. You used to wear a lot of condoms. Oh no, I was like, I would be petrified to even, to even go down there with a condom. Did you know how to put day. condoms on properly? Because at first I didn't. I didn't know about the pinch the top. Roll the back. Oh, yeah. I used to it's put them on, and then the fucker would sure. bubble up like a bullfrog's go, you know. And you're just like, "What the fuck's going on?" My senior prom, I, I was like, uh, "I was like, man, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna do it." Because I had been getting my dick sucked and eating pussy and finger banging girls, you know, since since my wee days. Yeah. But uh, as I got older, I was like, I feel like God had had compelled me. Yeah, because you were one of those God boys, right? Where you were like, "Well, not God no, not most of my whole life. Just towards the towards the end of high school, I was yeah. like, all right, I done some ratchet shit." I, I ain't trying to die and roast in hell forever. So I was like, "What's up, God? How you doing?" And then, uh, yeah, then I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want to have sex until I get, until I get married. So I was like, on this. You had already had blowjobs though and stuff. Oh yeah. So how did you have blowjobs already and be like, I don't want sex because like, because I, I justified I, it. I was I like, well, not wanted sex before I had a blowjob. And then once I had a blowjob, I was like, God, we're gonna have to figure out another deal. Like, you want me to burn the churches of your enemies or something? Because well, in I'm prior episode, you discussed about how you had took a girl to get baptized, but you were like. You want to get this last blowjob before you get right with God? Yeah, and she was like, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, hey, it worked, I yeah. guess. I mean, but yeah, so I had, was so hesitant to, uh, to, to put my penis in a vagina that I actually fucked a girl in the asshole before I put it in the pussy. True story. I believe you. I was in a raincoat, and I lived in a garage, <laughs> Sauce Castle 2, and uh, I fucked this hot, her name was Angela, hot, tall, blonde, uh, lifeguard from Chicago. I thought Chicago. that was her last name for a minute. I was like, Angela, hot, tall, blonde, lifeguard? Like, yeah. now you're just making shit up. Every girl I've had sex with, I've had, like, uh, wrote down on a piece of paper until I came here, and then I just kind of, like, started, uh, well, I'll catch up to it. Like, oh, I'll catch up to it. I actually have a list of every person I've had sex with. Really? So, yeah, and it says their name, and it describes the situation. Because I've always been how like a hoarder dis- of memories. I'm, I'm romantic. Dis- how do you describe the situation? Are you like... Oh, yeah. I'm like back of a dumpster behind fucking blah, 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 nightclub, out of Fort Lauderdale, blah, 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 blah. Do you want me to read this at your eulogy? 
No. Because I just want to be like, is is Angela Hato a lifeguard? Hey, here? my funeral is hey, listen, you think you think your parties are cool? Wait till you come to Mike Busey's funeral. Gonna, everybody's getting pussy. There's gonna be so many, <laughs> so many girls there that have lowered their standards once in their life enough to have sex with me. Are, is, it's is, gonna it, be a good time. Are, are we gonna be at your funeral like, hey man, you're a not a gold member? If anyone's had sex with Mike Busey, come to the front four pews, please. Mike Busey's Family and people have had sex with him. I can't wait to hear the radio ad. Welcome to Mike Busey's funeral. All oh, ladies, welcome. Fellas, $100 and up. $100, yeah. <laughs> Starting off. That's, that's the back seat. $5,000, they get a cabana and a bottle at your funeral. Oh, yeah. Listen, if there's not strippers and fucking bottle service and if, if Midget Mac is not fucking dry humping the fucking air, I'm going to come back to haunt every one of you. What's uh, Now, you do... Uh, like you know, people who are listening, if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, or is your first time hearing about Mike Busey or myself, uh, one of the things that we discuss is that Mike, uh, Mike, Mike's got a, he's a hoarder of memories, like you said, and he, I don't, I want to put this, I want to put this in a way that's, that that everybody can get. Basically, Mike, you're almost obsessed with your idea of your death in a way. Like you, I, you're, I wor- you're you're worried that you're not going to leave a big enough mark on the world, and you want people to. To, to be able to, like, delve into your life after you're dead, correct? No, I definitely, uh, I don't ever think I've publicly talked about this, but uh, I uh, have def- one of my biggest fears is to uh, die before I can put everything out there. Like, I feel like, you know how like, they said that Prince, before he died, that he had, like, enough music to release, like, 50 albums? Right. Well, I got, like, enough fucking footage of motherfuckers doing crazy shit to put, like, 25 Star Wars trilogies out. It's a lot. And, and how, let me ask you, though, man, like, you're probably never going to get it all out there. I'm probably never going to listen to the show. You actually, do you know I've never listened to any of the podcasts? Yeah, you yet. don't watch a lot of the stuff? Or I just shoot it, it, and I'm like, ah, maybe one day we'll get to it. So do you want us to just lie to you and pretend it's all out there one day? Just, well, I'll walk in, I'll be like, it's done, Mike. Here's you what fucked me up. Gun. When uh, Jim Carrey did that movie, uh, Man on the Moon, the Andy yeah. Kaufman story, and I watched uh, how he did his funeral. He like had all these pre-recorded videos and made everyone like sing along and hold hands and had like a whole bounce. It was like a like a very interactive funeral, and I was like, "Damn, I fuck with that. I need that." And uh, from that moment, that definitely did not help my imagination. And I remember maybe like ten or plus years ago, I was like, "Dude, what if I was to create this crazy ass party? Get all like my famous friends and." Tell everyone, like, yo, what up? This is 3 Six Mafia. Come out to Mike Busey's funeral. And then I was going to be like, yo, swipe up and buy your tickets now. And then I get to use the money to live life now. So then when I die, you're going to pre sell tickets. I could be like the, the greatest janky promoter ever. I was, they're like, I bought these tickets. This motherfucker ain't dead yet. Or when he died, <laughs> nobody fucking came that said they were going to show up to the funeral. Motherfucking got us. <laughs> You're selling pre-sale tickets to your funeral. I'm so OCD that I literally come back to my own funeral. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not coming out until the fog machine's ready. Miguel, quick. Get the fucking fog machine. I am not coming out in this goddamn casket until the fucking fog is ready. I'm like, Mike, they said, you said the funeral was going to be on the second. You're like, no, 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 no. Push it back. Push it back. Push it I'm back. obsessed with being, uh, I, I don't, I know that. Here's, here's what I had to uh, swallow several years ago is that. When I do pass away, and if there is an Instagram or whatever, there's going to be... So you're going to say is there gonna, if there's an afterlife. You literally fucking said if there's an Instagram. At the time I die, whatever, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm knocking on 40, and like in December I'll be 40. However, if there, I know the moment I die, there'll be at least 100 people like, good, you fucking piece of shit. And then there'll be hopefully people that will hopefully be impacted by 
my uh, my art. Does and it already does it already make you a little mad that there are going to be people shit talking you after you die? Well, it's kind of like if you look back in history, all the people that meant good for the world, and we've killed them, yeah, or we've uh, crucified them. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think or, of Jesus when I think of you all the time. Yeah, it's like you know. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be like you don't have to believe in Jesus, but he, he had a good idea. If, even if you don't believe him, like why would you want to fucking kill some guy who is like apparently just a nice dude? You know, uh, look at Martin Luther King. We shot him. Yeah, uh, yeah, you did. I did. Yeah, you did. I did. <laughs> I didn't fucking shoot him. What? what the <laughs> He's fuck? like we shot. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, no. The United States government was uh, found guilty of conspiracy of the death of Martin Luther King in I think 1999. That was a lawsuit, though. Yeah, that they, was, they, did and, a, they sued the United States government. Yeah, that one's iffy though. Read into that one. Read well, I googled that. it. That's enough. That's all I need to know. All right. <laughs> Put it on the black tri- trivia history board game. All right. But that's, so you, that's you true. like do you, do you does it keep you up at night, man? Because I know you you dwell on things, bro. Like I mean, you, you I'll OCD. be laying in bed and I'll be like, God damn, this carpet needs to be vacuumed. And I think uh, the 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 severe uh, lifestyle that I've lived the last twenty years. Because if in the beginning. I didn't give a fuck. Right, right. Because you for a long, long time. Because for a long time you were just wilding out, partying, and having fun yourself. I would meet random dudes in the street, like, "Yo, bro, come to my fucking house and let's party." And then I'd be like, "Yo, he was so cool. Yo, I met this producer. Oh my god, the game's gonna change." Blah 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 blah. Or I would just, you know, I'm a nice drinker when I'm drinking. I'm fun. I'm loving. You know. So. Uh, so before you were a lot more carefree about it, but now, like, you're thinking about your legacy. Well, unfortunately, this had to turn into a business to to continue because uh, I remember when I first threw my first party and uh, people were like, uh, all the girls, first of all, this is one of the biggest questions of my life is like, why do you call it the sausage castle? Why is it called that? And it's very, I wish I had a more of a complex answer because trust me, I de- that would definitely was not on my fucking top 10 list to fucking go with, all right? But it was just every chick. It was seven dudes living in one house, and all the chicks would come over like, "Oh, it's this is like a house of sausages," and they had their little fucking Abercrombie shirts on and shit. And and I was like, "No, no, this that's no." But then um, I made a flyer on Microsoft Paint on my on a, on a fucking PC, and we called it the Sausage Castle. And then from that day, we had some huge epic house party and the whole fucking this is before social media i would literally like go knocking door to door go to the mall and go go to all the chick stores and invite all the chicks the mall, there the mall's like not even around anymore like when you go to the mall it has a laptop open with fucking amazon you know, yeah it was like, like that's it i remember like jumping out of a car like in traffic and then run to people with a full page like 10 by 12 fucking flyer and it was the most jankiest graphics that like you could it was like the clip art that was in microsoft paint in the early 2000s, and I was like, yo, you got to come to my party. And then they're like, yo, the dude just jumped out of a fucking Cadillac hearse and handed me some flyer about this place called the Sausage Castle. Maybe we should check it out. And I remember <laughs> calling people on a house phone, like, yo, you got to come to my party. I still have the phone. It's that basketball, the NBA basketball phone. Yeah. Um, the thing you got from, like, Sports Illustrated or something. And um, that's always good when a fucking train horn goes off. Hornblasters.com, promo code Busey. We were worried about people bringing their uh, phones in, but we didn't. We didn't fucking put on the list. Hey, don't fucking set your goddamn car alarm. Yeah, off. who's got fucking Viper? You know, <laughs> protected by Viper. I just want to say how well behaved our studio audience is. We, I know this is totally against you and yeah. the fucking producer of the show. They're like, dear God, 
do not let these motherfuckers in, but they have been very well behaved. So I'll, throw, the I'll, I'll throw a little tidbit of knowledge for you guys. Mike's a creature of vibe. So, like, before we even get started, he, he's got to get Where incense. Where the fuck are my incense? He's literally got to get incense going. Candy. Candy in his little jar. We're in a room right now, like, that looks like a spirit Halloween store. It's covered with all of our costumes and shit. I shit you not. Before he can start, he has to get Robert, our, our photographer, to straighten up the wigs because it'll fuck his vibe up that A lot of much. people think I'm just, like, fucked up on drugs and coked out. I've never even done drugs a day in my life. Mm-mm. And I'm a... When you do this shit for 20 years, I know we're all over the place, but hey, welcome to the fucking show. I wouldn't say we were, but yeah, uh, I got you. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how the NBA phone sausage castle led from my question of, so you're pretty obsessed with your own death. And you're like, before we get to that, let's go to all the other shit that doesn't matter. <laughs> and then and then for a minute when you were explaining how you made your flyer, I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to get hooked. Because you were like, you know, was, I made it on Microsoft Paint and I saw you looking and you were going to be like, it was on a. It was on a PC. Uh, I think it was a Dell. I think it was a Dell. Uh, remember that Adele song, "Rolling in the Deep"? I was like, "Oh shit, we lost him, yo." Yeah, <laughs> he's like googling what happened to the dude. It's a Dell guy, you know. Yeah. So um, you don't have to go back to any of that. You can go back to what we were talking about. Your mortality. Yeah, I it's mean, a big who, part. Who, who doesn't want to have like a jam-packed out funeral? I mean, honestly, like I think the success of a human, the true measure is how many motherfuckers show up to his funeral? Because if you, go, are you, we've all been to funerals, unfortunately. Yeah. And we've been to funerals where we're like, yo, this motherfucker got 10 people in here. Are you kidding me? And like six of them work here? Yeah. That ain't good. <laughs> That's not a good sign. The usher's just sitting down with like a mop. He's like, I just, I don't even know what to do. Just my legs are fucking tired. I heard that they have like ads on Craigslist that you can literally pretend to be like, and they give you like a whole script, pretend to be someone. I'm gonna, you know funeral. what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and buy like Instagram bots. For your for your funeral page, because I'm making a Mike Busey funeral page, and then we're putting it on we're putting it on the website mikebusey.com forward slash funeral. Uh, Steven, and, it's not uh, up yet. Get it up. And then also, what we're going to do with the mikebusey.com forward slash funeral is we're going to have drop downs for other social media influencers. Swipe up, get 25 yeah. percent of all your ticket sales. They're like, dude, I sold like 900 tickets to Mike's funeral, and then we're going to straight up uh, fire fest that shit. I've also like, been like it's just not gonna happen. I've been Nothing's super be uh, obsessed with like cemeteries. Uh, we may or may not have, uh, or I didn't, but someone in my entourage may have stolen. Oh wow! I just realized he's dead now. Our our buddy Sims. Yeah, he stole that like eighteen hundred fucking cemetery headstone cross from yeah. some super old like. Uh, that was kind of a super dick move. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> I mean, the, the deal is if they've been dead over 100 years, no one's coming to visit them, so you're good. You can take Fair enough, you fair enough. I did find myself in the, in the middle of nowhere in New Orleans in, in a cemetery right after Hurricane Katrina, two weeks after it. I was there with some friends. That's a whole other fucking yeah, story. Yeah, because that's the party spot. And, uh, and I was like just staring. I was just staring in these, uh, these tombstones. I was like, man, that's it, huh? Fucking dead. And that's just like the, the thing that, just fucking keeps me up at night. It's like, what is life? What are we doing here? Why are we here? And uh, See, the whys don't get to me as much as the inevitable one day it's going to be over for me. That keeps me up sometimes. Not in, a, not in a terrified way, but really in just a way that I'm thinking there is no escaping the fact that one day it doesn't happen for me anymore. That's in the books. No matter what I do, I don't change the fact that it ends one day. I could be smarter and live a better, cleaner life, be healthy and not fat, and possibly extend my time. 
But there's nothing that changes the fact that there's going to be one day my eyes shut and that is that. And I don't know about the afterlife. I don't know about all those things. But it's inevitable. And that's a weird fucking thought to know that inevitably all of us, everybody in this room, everybody listening to this podcast will not exist one day again. Do, do midgets have their own heaven? Yeah, of course they do, man. Of course they do. They got a little St. Peter. There's no dogs to scare them or anything like that, man. Hey, back up now. Back up now. Yeah. Hey, get this dog now. Because you think about it. You go to the staircase to heaven if you're a midget. It's just three steps. You know? <laughs> They're like, that's it. Do you, do you, do you have a, a, an afterlife belief that you that you believe in? Or, I know that me and you've talked. I'm kind of asking a How much time question. have we got? This is all. We, we open up this can of worms. We're going to go down a long Let's do tunnel. it. Let's do it. I'll tell you this much. I'm asking this question kind of loaded because me and you've talked a lot about it. But I know for a fact that uh, you have ideas of what the afterlife could be just like me. But me and you aren't sold on Before what we go is. to, I'll just say this. I find it hard to believe that Adolf Hitler and Mother Teresa are in the same place. Right. So you think that there, there can't be a just overall I, I would be very fucking disappointed. It's like if you watch a really good movie, you're like, yeah. holy shit. And at the end, like, it's just like, what? That's it? Come right. on. That's it? That can't be it. So a part of me, and as, as I, I grow older and I educate myself, because I'm definitely a, a, a fan of learning more now than when I was younger. Before, it was like a, it was like a burden. Like, oh, you got to learn this yeah. shit? I got to learn how to fucking spell? Which I'm obviously still the fucking worst speller ever. Guys, my, it's so bad that if Mike gets a text message that's more than a paragraph, he'll just hand it the phone to me. He's like, I, I don't have time for this. And I'm like, to read? You don't have time to no, read? I just have a really short attention span now. I, I mean, the problem is, is my, my brain, my computer, has taken so much data at a rapid speed yeah. via we social gotta clean media. The fan. Yeah, I got to clean the fan out. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. Like this is a lot. Like there's a lot of messages, a lot of snap. I spend four to six hours a day just opening Snapchats and reading DMs on Instagram, not including emails. And sometimes I'll you ever you ever uh, respond to something in your mind, but never actually type back. Oh yeah, that's the the worst is when it's super important too. And then you're getting on somebody. You're like, where the fuck is this thing? And they're like, I you never sent me. Oh, I'm I've like, caught oh. myself. I'm like bullshit. And you open it up, and there it is, sitting and written. And you're like, anyway, these things happen, bro. I've literally yeah. uh, gone back and looked at text messages, and was like, I said, yo, you, what are you doing tonight? And they're like, my my father passed away, and I have we have a sem- we have a funeral tomorrow, and, and we're all shook up. We all flew to uh, Colorado for it, and then I just was I wouldn't respond because I just was like. Still oh, all the message. A butterfly. Yeah. And then and then like the five minutes later, I'm like, yo, you want to come over, C U M? Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, oh whoops. Sorry. Sorry about that. I don't know if I talked about it on last Inappropriate. podcast. I, I I hope I'm not repeating myself, but I did have a girl uh send me a text about how like her grandfather passed away and I didn't read the text. I think you told me this, so you didn't do it in the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and I just I didn't read the text. I just saw that she texted me. And I was like, you up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did tell me. Hey, yeah, this is story. I was like, you up? And she's like, uh, my, my grandfather passed away. And then I was just like, I just saw I got another text from her. And I was like, sweet. And then I looked and I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> oh, I've definitely uh, texted some inappropriate shit. I haven't sent, uh, I've been in dick pic recovery. Mostly because I just keep getting fatter and my dick keeps smaller. So it's kind of like do keeps you, me Do you take live dick pics or do you got a couple on deck? No, no. I Listen, real talk. Yeah. I haven't sent a dick pic maybe on like five plus years. Yeah? Good for you, like man. Like when, when, when the iPhone first came out and I was like, yo, shit. Of course, I didn't have it. I yeah. still was fucking with some Google shit, Android shit. 
But I remember oh, like gross. taking pictures with my phone, like, wow, I can just send this to her, huh? Yeah. And of course, I had like my four good, good glamour cocks. Glamour I had, cocks. I had like my four go-to picks. I'm like, yeah, that bitch is girthy. Yeah. Throbbing. You ever had your dick throb so good? You're like, yo, I gotta get. A picture I got a picture of this. Of this. Yeah. I'm having a good dick day. <laughs> oh my god, I was in a hotel room that looked so nice that I was like, this is gonna be a great dick pic because the hotel. Oh, you're about the, in the background, background, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I put it in portrait mode so you can just kind of see like a blurry background. Your, your dick's on the balcony in Vegas. Here it is at Niagara Falls. You ever Falls. had to send one in black and white? Because it just was like, I had one that I was just like, dick looking too dark. All right, this, like, this, let me black this and just white about. <laughs> I'm not a gay, but I'm definitely very comfortable with my sexuality. Yeah. But I would totally check out someone's like website if it had like his hard dick or just soft flaccid <laughs> dick uh, in different landmarks all around the world. I want to see a, a dick pic in front of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. uh, fucking uh, the pyramids in Egypt. Because then i like, man. Like, Ladies listening, uh, if you get dick pics from interesting places, you're like, well, this man's interesting. Yeah, you know. So, so the story is the moral story is, guys, like don't be a creep and don't send. If you're gonna if you're gonna send your dick pic, Photoshop the fucking like the leaning to, tower of Pisa in yeah. the background, would you? I like to Photoshop my dick into classic pictures, like that picture of that dude in Vietnam <laughs> getting executed, and there's <laughs> there's my dick on the side. Photoshop your dick in his, historical photos. Yeah, yeah. Fucking like, the Hindenburg. Yeah, it's all wow. Your dick up. was there. Yeah, and there's my dick just sitting there on the oh, side. The humanity. Yeah, it's it's in the back seat with Pac and fucking uh, Shug keep, Knight before they leave. But keep Vegas. animals and children out of the photo, would you? Unless you get like something really cool for Mother's Day, like you can get a butterfly to land on it or something. You just gotta lay in a field. The first guy school. who can get a photo, a DM me a photo of a butterfly landing on his hard dick, I will give you <laughs> at least a hundred dollars. And fellas, let me tell you the trick to doing it. You gotta be in a field. You gotta be patient. You gotta put a little honey on the tip. Yep. And then just wait. Dick yo. trap. Gotcha, yeah. bitch. I mean, if you could, sh- if you could sit in a fucking uh, a boar blind for three hours waiting to shoot a fucking <laughs> hog, you can lay down in a field of of snapdragons with your dick on hard and a little honey on it. And I mean, while you're there, you're probably gonna run into the goddamn teddy bear's picnic. But I mean, something. Think about dope all is those photographers in that geo that were like literally spending years of their life. Yeah. To get like this, uh, like the epic. guy hanging off the side of the mountain, so he can get a mountain goat. That guy can get a dick pic with a butterfly landing on it. I feel like uh, almost every single probably epic photo in history were either fake or just co- pure coincidence. Yeah. When you're looking for it, it's like you're never gonna get it. Like you know, like when you're trying to take a picture of your dog, you got all these tricks. Like, yo, motherfucker, hey, psst, hey, you want a treat? You know, like, oh, got him. Psh, take a picture real quick. Yeah. Like the you guy know. who got the Zabruder film, like Mr. Zabruder, who filmed uh, Kennedy getting shot. He had like a camera back in the day that could only get like 60 seconds of film and was shitty. You know, everybody was like, this is going to be the stupidest thing you ever filmed. It's just the president driving by. and Oh, what the fuck? You know? like, a, like a true <laughs> asshole. I was younger and dumb and I was I may or may not have been drunk. I went to the Daily Plaza and I laid down. There's like a little actual X, a little white X right there. Where, where they got him? Where they got him. And I laid down when when the fucking traffic wasn't coming. I laid down like, ah, like, like you know the chalk layout lines. Asshole. I was like, yo, did you get it, bro? Hey, and he's like, no, man, it froze up. I was like, get it, get it, bro. You gotta get it. <laughs> and then I think I might have bought like a fucking twenty five dollar fucking uh, conspiracy theory flyer from some guy hustling shit with a fold up table <laughs> by the grassy knoll. I got I just, pictures of it too. I'll fucking show you. I love that the guy has just some fold up table and he's like, I'm, I know where I'm gonna make my fortune. Hey, buddy, you want to know the truth about Kennedy? I got it on this flyer here I printed up at Kinko's. Right, uh, about two years after 9-11, I went to New York, and you could still, like, see, like, yo, like, this is fucked. Yeah, it was wrecked still. And I was there, 
And I remember being like captivated because Manhattan, you know, it's a loud ass fucking town. Yeah. But as soon as you get down to the to the lower side, it's like, yo, this shit's quiet. Like it's yeah. like it's like a weird, like, wow. And this is when America was fucking fresh off, like, yo, this is like on our, everyone's hearts and minds. Yeah. And uh going there and I remember seeing like this homeless dude playing the fucking recorder. Yeah. Hot cross buns. And then he was playing like There was never another song written for recorder. <laughs> he was doing like the Star Spangled Banner or something. And Ooh. I was just like, whoa, Goosebump City, bro. Yeah. And then then I saw him pull out his hat and like shake it for a dollar. I was like, God damn it. I thought for a second I was like, I thought he really was passionately fucking concerned. Oh, here comes the fucking dollar. <laughs> Have you ever been to a place that's the site of something horrible? But it's so, you're so far removed from it, like it's so many years later that it's almost beautiful now. You know, like you go. I went where uh, there's two places I can think of. Me and JT went to the site of the Oklahoma City bombing, and it's a beautiful garden area now with 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 a reflecting pond. And we went on a beautiful day. And it, it's weird to look at that place and think of like how much tragedy. And also, I was in Poland. I went to Auschwitz, and it was a, it was in March. It was a beautiful day. Sun was out. And on the train ride there, I'm looking at this place, and I'm like, I know this is Auschwitz. I know how horrible this place is. But the you're so far removed that sometimes you have to walk in it and be like, holy no shit. No one uh, fucking walking a barbed wire fence with a metal fucking yeah. tin can begging for porridge was thinking, you know what? In about fucking 100 years, yeah, they're going to be dying to come take pictures doing it's, selfies right here. Exactly. Like, And you go there, and you're walking around. like It kind of feels weird because you're like, it's important to be there and remember what this is. But then it's also weird when you're walking past people that are just, like, fucking taking selfies. You know, like, I don't like that shit. And I know that sounds dumb, man, but, I, I like, I, I don't I don't know. When I go to a place like that, I really go to just see. Well, because we're old school. Yeah. We, we had parents that, like, our, our, our fathers would beat our ass if we didn't show reverence. Dude, do you know that when I was, that when, time. When, I was when I was in Auschwitz, there's so many people crying because, like, there's people who are connected to this, people who aren't even connected to it but feel the connection of it. And then there's literally this group of, like, Italian tourists that were clapping and singing their soccer song, and their soccer oh. song was the song. It was like Seven Nation Army. So they're literally walking through, going ba ba da da ba 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 da da ba. And I'm like, bro, there's like old people crying. Like this is where their family. That reminds died. me of the Disney parties that I have here. Oh, the Disney parties. So Dude, if, have we? Have uh, we've never really dealt with what that. a Disney party is, guys. So I, I told you I lost my virginity to a lifeguard at Disney. I was I worked for Disney. I actually was working at Disney during 9/11. And uh, I was a boat captain. I drove like this uh, boat for rich people who would pay way too much damn money to go on this fireworks cruise. And I would hand them out way too overpriced hors d'oeuvres and fancy like desserts. I was at the Yacht and Beach Club, and uh, I would prepare this this pontoon boat basically. And there would be multiple families, and and we would uh, wait out by the marina. And I was the only young guy there. Everyone was like. This is one of those jobs that people plus. were never going to leave, right? Like, they yeah. got it, and they're like, this, I'm never leaving. This guy's like, I've been here 10 years. I get, get my main gate pass. I get free tickets every year. Da, 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 da. And he was just really into it. And I had always grew up in, like, around water and boats and stuff. So I was, I was pretty pretty uh, skilled captain myself. And uh, that's a whole other story. I got fired. Fucking, that's, like, the first job I got fired on New Year's Eve. But Disney parties. Disney parties. So there's this thing called the college program. And many of you may not have heard of it. If you guys have. don't know what the Disney college program, it's basically Disney's way of indentured servants. They basically... It's human trafficking legal. Yeah, they bring people in from other countries. 
to work in Disney theme parks and different jobs, especially in like Epcot areas where people are supposed to be representative of a country, but they keep them in, in a very in, in an apartment complex. It's really nice if if you if there's outside, like there's there's a couple complex complexes. It's a resort basically for them. It's like spring break. These people uh, drop out of college for a semester. They come get college credits. They take their rent out of their check, and when they're not working. All day, all night. They are fucking partying their Vista asses off. Vista Way. And when you walk around Vista Way where the party is, it's all separated by, like, culture. So, like, all the Italian kids are kicking it on one side of the pool. Yep. It's like walking the prison yard. Like, literally, everybody's kicking it. And then they have presidents of each country. Yep. And how the pre- they elect somebody, the president of that country. And that means that person's, like, the head honcho, the pod boss. They hold the keys to the yard of these Disney college kids. And, Mike, you have something called the Disney parties that you throw. So there were uh, basically when they come here, a lot they have American ones that work just all over. But if you go to, like, Epcot and you go to Mexico or France, those motherfuckers are from Mexico and France. There ain't no, like, substitute white person working right. in fucking Norway. Like, yo, these motherfuckers are from Norway. And it ain't even like there's a dude from Argentina working in Mexico. No, they're from Mexico. Yeah. So they basically probably set up a pop-up tent at a college where it's fucking blizzard snowing in Russia. Like, how would you like to go to America and work for Mickey Mouse? <laughs> and they pay them shit as fuck. Yeah. And they uh, work their asses off. And they're kind of like on a, yo, it's spring break type of vibe because, you know, some of these people that have morals, mostly the ladies, they're just like, fuck it. I'll never see these people again. They even have the maps with the flags and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Playboy uh, magazine uh, voted it the second easiest place in the world to get laid other than the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, you'll go in some people's like dorm room setup, and there's like eight of them living in these fucking like uh, apartment rooms. Oh, yeah, it's it's Mike Busey uh, 2,000 years in the Bunk future. Bunk beds in every room. Bunk beds everywhere. Some of the kids will have maps going, and they'll have pins in the maps of countries of people they fucked. Oh, yeah. It's literally... They do not give a fuck. And and I feel bad for the guys or the kids because fucking Disney does what they call terminating and they literally get fucking immediately deported and sent back to their country if they violate, like if they don't show up to work in time, zoop, you're done. Yeah. You jump in the, the fucking uh, retention pond drunk at four in the morning, zoop, you're gone and you sneak someone in because it's like guarded, like real deal, like gated fucking, like you got to like check in, yeah. there's curfews. All these rules, well, um, they would send them to my house because a lot of them didn't have uh, vehicles on these big charter buses. Whoa, like, hey, the lawyer just spoke up. No. <laughs> say, these okay, kids, in Mexico, they're getting drunk at like 10. They're getting drunk okay. at 10 years old, so they're coming here partying. And like they 21? What do you mean I have to be 21? Yeah, and they also don't get that when, they're, when they go out, they got to have their IDs and shit like this that. Is, this could go down. This could be like we could touch on this every uh, episode because – I done this for so long, for decades, and have had so many amazing moments, but mostly horrible, fucking tragic, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. The the fucking French kids are dive-bombing into the hot tub that I put in the living room, and now it's flooded. But then I go in the kitchen, and there's literally four kids from Africa sweeping. Don't worry, boss. We have you. And they're, they're trying to belge out the fucking kitchen, and I'm just like, what is my life right now? And this is – I've had – well, break down to the people listening what, what you do for these parties. So basically, they come here. It's like a secret party. I don't promote it on my social media. No one can just come. It's only for these Disney employees only. And we'll probably get a cease and desist from Disney as soon as this, this episode is Good. up. Good. That means they're listening. 
which means, and we also want to say thank you if you are listening. Uh, we really do appreciate you because we're just surprised we're still doing this and you're actually listening. And, and for those who like my rants or like to hear stories from me and Miguel, this is the perfect way to get yeah. way deeper into what goes on because a snap or an Instagram post only covers so much. There is so much behind everything that goes on here and this, 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 this fucking world we've built. Well, tell them, though, so, so to break down anybody listening, Disney parties. These kids from all over the Disney college program load up into buses. They get here. They wait till they get off work. Yeah. And they, they meet in a central location. And they get here at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah. Because they, they've all been working And all they're night. already shit-faced drunk drinking four locos and Because remember, these guys vodka. have been drinking for – these guys drink. They've been drinking since they were kids. When they're they angry. They're fucking – some of them, the, the Spaniards and the French are very aggressive. Very, very aggressive. Like I've had to literally like – yo, like Roddy Rob's here with us, and he's had to like drop kick several people from France uh, in the head because we literally would catch people like spray painting over well, murals at Old Sausage Castle. One of, the, one of the last Disney parties we had – not one of the last, but a, a while ago party – we had that guy that kept trying to touch Midget Mac, and he kept trying to pick up Midget Mac. Oh, this is a Midget. I yeah. never touch it. And so we, we tried to walk him out the party and stuff, so we pushed him out. We're like, hey, buddy, you got to go. Because we're always real professional. We're always real professional. We are the ambassadors of the world to yeah. American house parties. Well, that dude, I'm like talking to the guy, and I'm like, buddy, you got to go. You've been drinking too much. And then he hacks a loogie at me. He's like, fuck you. And he spits at me, and I matrix dive it. I'm like, and then security yokes him up, and they grab him, and they take him. And I literally tell him, hold him on the ground. I'm going to beat his balls. And we hold him on the ground, and I'm just hooking him in the balls. And he's like, and I'm just fucking hooking his ball. And he's like, let me go. And I'm like, we're past that shit, motherfucker. And, and, And he's just being held on the ground. Then one of his friends is like, please, please, he needs help. And I'm like, I'm helping the motherfucker right now. Like, boom, We can. Let me just paint the picture for anyone who's listening to this. We could literally do an entire show about the Disney parties. We should, we should reach out to people from the past. One of the things, though, you got to know about Disney parties, like Mike said, there are countries that are just traditionally awesome. Uh, it's not a country, but the whole region of northern Africa and even sub-Saharan Africa, the goddamn continent of Africa, anyone that's ever supplied to a Disney party, from Moroccans to Kenyans to people from Senegal, from Mozambique to Egypt. We're not joking. We're not exaggerating. We're not exaggerating. When these countries we speak of, I've been told by several, like, the people who, who run the events and the buses, yeah. they're like, Mike, you must understand. There are legends about you in France. Well, I'm telling you. All I told the, Pierre, the entire and co- Pierre told Pierre, and Pierre told Pierre. Because when you're in this program, you tell other people, and then they say, yo, if you come to America, you must have come to the Sausage Castle. Well, I'm telling you, the entire continent of Africa has always proven to be the fucking coolest next to the Australians and the New Zealands. It's like Australia, New Zealand, I'm the entire American. Con- continent of Africa. The coolest kids. I'm the ig- this ignorant American that hasn't traveled abroad as much. Okay, And uh, as of now, I've only been to the Bahamas, Canada, and Mexico. Colombia. No, I you never Mexico, did. I kind of went across. Yeah. Art had weed on him. He yeah. got scared shitless. I was scared shitless. Half you guys, when we were in Colombia, thought we were like Whole next story. door to Mexico, too. Yeah. Because I remember Mike, when we were planning the trip, he was like, why don't we just drive to it? <laughs> take and the no, bus. Fuck you. Let's technically you can drive anywhere in the world. Yes, but still technically take you the bus. drive to it, get on a ferry. I think there's like a bridge that the fucking Indians cross from Panama. Alaska to Russia. Is is the, is the ferry from Alaska to Russia still running? <laughs> I don't know. 
Basically, we we get on the tour bus and go anywhere in the world we wanted to. If we really wanted to, because you can go throughout Europe and you can go over to Africa. So yeah, so technically, yes, we can go anywhere. Anyways, so I've had these French motherfuckers and all these other Europeans. I've been able to culture myself on who's an asshole, who's cool, by <laughs> twenty years of drunken college Disney program kids coming, and they would literally be facetiming. Ah, Senor Miguel, uh, bonjour, je m'appelle Michael Antoine. And they would fucking be FaceTiming me, some other dude that's like, I don't know, back in France that like put his homie on. And yeah, and I just have so many fucking stories. One time I fucked this chick who, um, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she was telling me that she was really, really important and then that uh, that people were coming to look after her. And she had left her passport. Uh, and I have, I have, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, but I have like a lot of IDs. and We keep them so they can come of, back and get them. And yeah, in case, get... if you left your uh, passport or driver's license in the last 20 years, I'd probably still have it in this little glass jar. Um, anyways, uh, and this chick is like, you don't understand. I, my father is da 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 da. And I don't know if she said like some prime minister. I don't fucking know. But I do know the next day some dudes in some suits were at my fucking door knocking and just walked right the fuck in because French people are rude. I'll say it. <laughs> the Spaniards and the French people are rude as fuck and they're very aggressive with ladies. The Mexicans are cool as fuck too when they come over to the house. Yeah. Man. I mean, there's a lot of countries that are cool, but I don't know. The, the French, they're either cool or they're really rapey. And yeah, so are the Spaniards. Yeah. Like, and I want to say Spaniards, I mean Spain, Spain yeah. the country Spain. We get it. You're not like. To like, all my other white friends are ignorant like me. I'm like, no, not the Spanish people, yeah. but. People from Spain. I like when you say Spaniards too, because it makes me feel like you're like some British the conquistadors. Yeah, you're like I don't fuck with the conquistadors. This is fucking the Ottomans, you know. <laughs> the fucking who is the guy with the Fountain of Youth? Uh, uh, oh my God, fucking uh, Ponce de Leon. Pon- the Ponce de Leons are real yeah. fucking assholes. Okay. I remember one time we were at a Disney party and me and Nami were were working it. Nami was working security, and we caught this dude just fucking. Being loud and, and, and on the phone with his girlfriend, and at first we thought he was drunk, but he wasn't drunk. And we're like, "Hey, because remember the old house, man? You couldn't be loud outside." We're like, "Hey, hey, don't don't be loud, don't be loud outside." And hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, they're oh, all like, singing. No, stop. And we're like, "Buddy, you, you got to calm down. You got to calm down." And then he's like, "Because Nami was wearing a sidearm." He's like, "Is that a pistol?" And we're like, "Yeah, bro. Listen, we're not using it or anything like that." And he was like, "How much to shoot the gun?" And we're like, "Whoa, bro." Like, you cannot just pay. He's like, $200? We're like, one bullet. Like, (laughs) (laughs) one bullet into the lake. I I will say there were times that I just were blatantly like, fuck you, neighbors. Yeah. But there was the times at Disney parties because they would be like asleep. And it was normally in the fall, winter times because, you know. Florida every now and gets just a little chilly, just enough to open your window. It'll get to like the 30s, but it's a wet wet 30 degrees. A dewy cold yeah. many dewy cold nights in the winter of florida did my neighbors brave to roll to, to lift their windows up and then they would hear and look out their windows because some of these parties that was just crazy i never had to promote them nothing they would just Maybe show 200 up. kids show no, up no one time we had like 900 people that was from one all like over. six buses coming through rotating yeah yeah, yeah it was it was like, remember this house was like 2400 square feet at the time too the first house. we had to make like a courtyard in the front and we had to like barricade the back and there's like a way of drunk proofing the house for like a party. Oh, too. And there's drunk proofing house for a Disney party. The best too. If everybody uh, who's listening, there's a reason when you go to Disney and everything you go on the ride, you're like, no, I kind of want to steal that shit. And you go to grab it, 
And you look around and everyone's looking at you. It's like, this thing's goddamn bolted down. Disney. That's why these motherfuckers will steal everything. everything. And then Disney. they'll tag you on Instagram. I stole my beauty's flag. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker, I can read this. I and see it. The best part is like Mike a lot of times, and anybody who remembers SC7 more than more than this sauce castle will remember Mike being like, yo, you should come over, you should come over, you should come over. Everybody's kicking it, and he's like, cool. There's a Disney party tonight. And you're like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, normally the crew and staff, they would hate it and love it because this is your only chance. One time we had a, we had a Halloween party, and there was 50 girls from China, yeah. and I had to assign some of my security just to like walk around and escort them and i was just like and these girls were like terrified because they're in the middle of nowhere to south Carolina seven st cloud in the swamp it looks like a haunted house they've been drinking four locos for hours they got <laughs> off at 10 o'clock chinese girls and, and the promoters are trying to like pile them all in no we must fit more it's like the <laughs> titanic lifeboats like more put more on there and there's no half these motherfuckers are not sitting in a chair they're passing around fucking alcohol. There's a couple random janky guys that are there just to steal your iPhone. And uh, and then there's beefs that you don't even know about that are between people. Like, you find out, like, the Russian kids have been beefing with the Italian kids. And so, like, you're in between some prison oh, riot yeah. shit. Like, there's been several times the French would be like, we are not going to this party. We were told this did it. I'm like, bitch, this ain't, what are you talking about? This ain't my party. Yeah, they, I, this house got rented for these motherfuckers. I don't know who the fuck you are. And they'd be like, and, and, but, <laughs> I don't know. There's so many stories. There's triggers. Do you remember the time the girl slipped off the pole and, like, cut her leg? And I remember I'm in the bathroom, and, like, I'm walking them through, like, doing uh, first aid on her. But, you know, I'm not trying to get, like, random scally from from another country blood on me. Uh, not unless it's the fun way. And she's just, like, wrapping up and everything. And, 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 and she looks at me. She gets her leg wrapped up. And I'm like, are you good? And then she throws up on her leg. <laughs> Oh, let's, here's the deal, though. Check this out. The vibe is much more different from a normal party because they know they're here in America just for a short time, and they're trying to get down. And when they come in, it's like prom. Like, yeah. It's like prom. These motherfuckers are kissing, making out, slow dancing. You're like, what the fuck? It's totally not like what you would see at a nightclub or a bar. It, one of the weirdest situations about a Disney party is compared to a member's party and everything – we're not fully in control. We're we're tr- it's a controlled burn. It's we're but in control we're, until they actually get here, and then it's like it's uh, like the base got overrun, broken arrow. Fuck it's him. like the owner uh, owner of a liquor store in L.A. during the riots. Like yeah. ah fuck it. Yeah, like literally, you're you're like the regular members party. We're like we got a situation over here. Hey, check this out. All right, have some guys run over there. Disney party, we're like, they are over the wire. They are over the wire. Call it in on top of us. Cook these motherfuckers. Like, you know, like. When, we, had, we had a fucking, at the entrance, because we had it very organized. Like, we literally made, like, queues. Yeah. With, like, old shitty row-row ties and two-by-fours and had, like, a line for ladies and guys. And they would be, it was on the long side of this old-ass tour bus that Jacob Mosler gave me that never moved. Shout out to Jacob Mosler. Yeah. So, fucking. They would line up just like Disney, and they were just like, we've had riots. Yeah. Where they were like, we're like, yo, we can't take no more people. There's too many, just hundreds of people. We can't let no one in. Disney party is literally like, hold the line. No, dead. I'm hold not even joking. Hold the line. If you check through my Instagram and my Snapchat or just my just anything, you, you'll you see, like, there were times where I'm just like, yo, we have lost control. And this isn't like a normal party. Last Disney party I had. I don't just I let had... anyone party. However, it's like an open keg yeah. in the middle of the floor. It's not like some 
stupid La- frat party you've been to. Last Disney party, I handed Rowdy Robbie a letter, and I was like, give this to my father if I don't come back. I've seen Rowdy <laughs> Rob literally ninja kick several people. He's, he, I literally think he's collecting like passport stamps from Here, all around the world. The about, here's the thing about Disney Kicked party. Kicked some dude's ass from Australia last night. None of us none of us are at a Disney party, like a, like a member's party. We're walking around. Sometimes we're like, hey, it's 2 o'clock. Might as well have a couple cocktails. Now the party's going. At a Disney party, you run into somebody else, and you just grab me like, what have you been hitting? Like, I've been in a whole fight with France. I'm like, I got no time. I'm heading to fucking kick you Ukraine's oh, no. ass. We would. We'd be like, I got to get to the pool. <laughs> They're fucking jumping on. They're holding from their hanging from the disco ball that doesn't fucking belong to you like <laughs> oh yeah you know how much shit has got stolen from this house and the thing about a disney party is a girl will rip something off the wall look at you in the face and be like but i want to take it and you're like no when, and, and it's like it's like one of those movies it literally reminds me of, of of black hawk down when you realize fuck i went to stop something and now i'm surrounded and you're just running the mogadishu mile in your own fucking kitchen like it is so we got all this negative shit but let's talk about how many epic, amazing times I've been in a room with like literally twenty girls from Norway. Oh yeah, or fucking Iceland or Australia or Disney France. party. Here's the thing that's cool about Disney party: you you make it through, you make it through the fucking you know the Tet offensive of wild shit, and then uh, you you find yourself with like three cool girls from Iceland. It's going down. So I I have to mention his name, Will the photographer, and and my boy Jay. From, from back in the day, they were like two promoters. They would be literally like corralling these people on these buses, and they were always fighting back and forth. Like, yo, we got a party at the castle. Come through. Da, da, da. And then they were always like beefing with each other, and I had to be diplomatic. I'm like, okay, this guy, he's he's paying bills. This guy over here is my homie. Uh, they're destroying my house. Uh, and And I remember when we left the last house and we came here, I was like, yeah, thank God to do that again. No more Disney parties. That was what we all swore. Yeah, but I was like, eh, it's one of, in there. Let's just let's just do one more. And then yeah, and then it was just like, fuck. This house is way too nice compared to the last one to have them here. But every now and then we still have them. And uh, I was actually just with all these Disney kids right be- when I got back from Columbia. Me and my buddy from the CIA went to the bar downtown Orlando with the Chillers rooftop. And we're surrounded by fucking tons of fucking uh, Europeans, college program kids. And then I got sad because I was like, oh, shit, they're all going to get deported. And they literally because, sent them all back because in Because COVID weeks. was kicking in and uh, they sent all the Disney kids. Like, there's no Disney college kids here right now. Sad. That's why we're not, we're not you know, besides the fact that we can't throw parties like that anyway because of COVID. But the days of the Disney college program, I mean, they, when they come back, it might not be the same, and that's terrifying. They might all get their own seat on the bus. Yeah, which is nuts, because they used to be piled on. Those motherfuckers, look, it looked like, like like you were watching a train in India pass through. I just, I wish I had, like, more, we could do a documentary on Netflix just about the cops that showed up, and they were like, wait a minute, what, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And the driveways is lined up with tour buses. And, and tell you this much, when the cops show up, None of the Disney party kids speak English anymore. Yeah. None of them. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if they're from Ireland, they start talking in Gaelic. They're like, <laughs> like, motherfucker, you just asked me a minute ago if you could fuck this girl in the room. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true, man. And they play, they play to it. They, know, yeah. they, they play dumb. They're like, oh, yeah? Oh, what do you mean I cannot smoke cigarette in your house? I can't put this cigarette out on your floor. I'm going to do it, but and, I don't and, think and he's right. De- in their defense, though, they're drunk as fuck. They've been put on this bus for hours, 
and they show up to my house, which they were talking about Sasuke Castle 7. Yeah. They think they're at a fucking nightclub in the middle of the fucking woods. So they're going ham. Yeah. And the whole house, there's swings, there's poles, there's fucking weird shit there is everywhere. zero respect for authority. And you realize how much authority is an illusion. I have when a you're photo. at a Disney party. You're like, I, I'm in charge here. And they're like, fucking hitting you with the bane. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, yo. I, I started telling the story about how we had the, like, the queue, the line up of the bus, and I totally got distracted, believe it or not. And so in the beginning, uh, you would come into the house where you get like patted down and searched and everything. Well, we had a fucking, the, the tombstone. Oh, yeah, the front, yeah. Of the fucking, my friend, the God rest his soul, yeah. Sims, who, who passed away. Sims. Uh, he, he fucking stole this tombstone on a, on a car rally we went to on a, on a scavenger hunt. It was to steal a tombstone. Damn, look Look how – it's a complete circle. I went right back to it. Yo, and what a callback. This cemetery, uh, we, we took it. We put it on our RV and uh, that we you rented it from house? some guy yeah. from Craigslist, which is a whole other story. You had it at the house for the Disney party. No, it was at the front entrance, like right. a cemetery, and, and we put it right there by the septic pipe. And I was so broke, I couldn't afford to, you know, have the septic guy come. So whenever the, the septic would fill, I'd be like, hey, man, just go out there and fucking unscrew that cap. <laughs> and there was this fucking this drain cap right there at the front of the house. And depending on what uh, time of the year you came, you may or may not see a bubbling cauldron of fucking tampons and shit and toilet paper. <laughs> so every time someone flushed a shitter, it would literally just pump into the front yard. And I'd be like... Every time we had a party, I'd go out there and kick some dirt on it. And then one time I was like, oh, shit, that's a, there's a whole lot of toilet paper out here. So I got there. I was like, yo, hey, someone get a rake over here. We're going to rake over here. Someone give me a rake. So we would just rake up the shit turds. And there'd be turds and stuff. I went out there with pool chlorine and pool chlorine on turds and stuff just to fucking mask the smell. But behind, all right, so picture you're coming in this crazy haunted house that looks like a castle like skulls and there's yeah. fucking weird shit on the front of it and um <laughs> and, <laughs> and we took the cemetery uh tombstone it looks like one of the celtic cross from like yeah. the fucking yeah. it's it's old as fucking it's right here at the front door at this house by the grim reaper but we had that and i dug a hole one halloween it's like yo let's i know i was no i was making a music video uh, and I was like, yo, I need to dig like, a, like a, a, a grave. So I dug this like four half feet, five foot deep grave. And it's right there by the shitter pipe. And we had a bunch of baby pigs. And um, we put the baby pigs in the hole. And I remember the people getting searched and patted down. And they'd walk in. And then all of a sudden, boop. And I have a photo of a guy in action going, no. Falling in the pit of Falling baby pigs. Falling into the hole. And he gets up. And he starts like fist up, like he wants to fight somebody because he think he just got knocked out. He doesn't realize he just fell into my pig shithole uh, fucking cemetery at the front door of the house. And I have several photos of it. And we did a lot of photo shoots in front of it and shit. And we poured some like fake fucking blood all over the cemetery shit. And I painted every window in the house black. Well, that's what I mean. Seven was a wild house, man. And I miss. I miss the different vibe between Disney parties there and here. Here's awesome because these kids freak out. They're like, I'm at this huge resort. Over there, they didn't know where they were. They were just at some little swamp house. But I think uh, we're, we're wrapping this episode up. It's coming to an end. This first part. Oh, first part like, what? Going, it's been two hours? No, Holy no. Shit. We're going we're gonna to cut to the uh, – we're going to come back from break real quick. But if anything, guys, the 
ask anybody you know if they've ever been in the Disney College program and ask them if they remember coming to Mike Busey's Sausage Castle. Because I guarantee you, the cops 80, at the 80%. guard shack would be oh, like, yeah. oh, let me guess, another fucking Mike Busey party. Yeah, because they were like ham. Because the shit you get away with at a club was different from what we got. We'll let them get away and with. And they would come back to Vista Way fucking 7.30 in the morning, blasted with all the stolen shit that they took. And, and I remember them crying, please, I'm going to get deported. I'm going to get uh, ex, uh, exterminated. Oh, and every now and then one of them wouldn't get on the bus to go back home. Yeah, here's the and thing. They all showed up. Here, here's what we didn't tell. They all show up at the same time, and they all leave at the same time. So it was a race to get pussy. It was like, oh, hey, what's up, baby? Oh, you can stay tonight if you want to. Oh, you live in fucking Africa? Well, shit, you can sleep in, you can sleep in my house. But then, then we couldn't get them back home. Yeah, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, this is before, like, Uber yeah. and shit. It was like, oh, shit, taxi. We'd have, like, taxis lined up out the front yeah. driveway to, to fucking take and, them out And, of and they're freaking out because they're like, if I get late to work today, they're going to deport me. And like, wait, you should have thought about that before you fucked. You know? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, baby. I'm oh, tired. It was a race to fucking get down because if you didn't get down within those couple hours when it was closing time, and there was always that drunk zombie, like, puking everywhere, like, raw, like, or, they were or, dragging them in. Like, and they were, like, literally picking up this – I seen corpse – being picked up by the pants and just tossed into a bus in the, the stairwell, and this guy's like broke his neck probably. I remember watching the dude walk like weekend at Bernie's to the bus. <laughs> oh, we know we had that. Yeah, was a YouTube episode. Yeah. God, rest in peace to our YouTube. That's what's up. But hey, guys, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, uh, as usual, we're going to cover some current events. So you're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Busey's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. 
I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is you're missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, a, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts of society. And they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, Airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, team white, team blue, not team black, they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities. Rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from LA, been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. 
once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit, the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. Second part of the show of a show we don't even know where the fuck we're going with this. This was like the international episode, too, because we recovered so much about the Disney parties, which if anybody listening, if you were enjoying the Disney party stories, that's not the end of it. There's oh, going to be many knows, chronicles of barely Disney scratch party the stories. surface. We've done some pretty epic parties, though, and I know we'll cover that on, on, on more shows, but I think uh, that's a part of you that most people know. That's why when I tell people, oh, I, you know, I, I work for Mike Busey, all they think about is, but he just throws parties. You know, they don't think about the rest of the brand. That piece of fucking shit. Yeah, a lot. Of, I get a lot of that, too. I got a guy at Publix. I was wearing the Sausage Castle shirt. And he's an old man. He was at the meat department. And he came around. Hey, he's like, yeah. What are you doing, my gal? Well, he's like, hey, buddy. um, You go there? I said, yeah, man. I work there. And he's like, is it a titty bar? I said, no, man. I said, it's a, it's a whole production studio. He's like, oh, okay. He goes, because it, it used to say on Google, it used to say Gentleman's Club. You know, We, we did have it on Google Maps uh, labeled as an adult entertainment titty bar. Well, he said he came all the way over And we were here, number one, by the way. Number one adult entertainment titty bar. Yeah, so we, fucking every day, I can't say. No, I don't. I don't fuck them. No, because if I say what I'm about to say, it'll make it really like. Nothing bad, but it'll be bad for me. Yeah? Let's just say that motherfuckers somehow got my phone number. <laughs> and every fucking day, yo, y'all motherfuckers open? Hey, <laughs> yo, hey, I'm trying to see some fucking tits and ass. Hey, how much to get in? Yo, who's working tonight? Well, this dude this dude from uh, Publix said he drove all the way up here to the gate, which the gate, if you guys have never seen, you go check it out on Instagram on the Sausage Cast or go to Mike Busey uh, show on Instagram. Uh, the gate has skulls all on it and Mike Busey's logo. So the guy's like, I pulled up to that gate and I was like, what the fuck kind of titty bar is this? He goes, I thought it was the titty bar from dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> so the, one of our girls, Bianca, she got in a fight with this chick. and uh, Several times. Well, you know, this one particular time, it, it got put on World Star from uh, one of our fucking gay friends. Uh, his, he goes by baddest bitch. He's like this ball-headed tattooed dude. Uh, great guy. Love him to death. He uh, he sent it to them. And then for some reason, they tagged my Instagram, which even when I send them shit, they don't tag me. But then he sent it in, and then they tagged me. And uh, where the fuck was I going Strip with club. Titty bar. Um, they're, oh, yeah. They're watching the video, and we're sort of like, I saw some of the comments like, what kind of fucking strip club is this? 
And then they were like looking around the videos, and they were like, they thought Robert was like actual security, you know? Because they're, they're like, like why did poor, this piss poor security let this happen? And he's like, Robert's like, that's my living room. Yeah, <laughs> I was just trying like, to hang out. Th- one of them goes, "What kind of fucking strip club has an NBA hoop fever fucking game in the background?" Best damn strip club this yeah. side of Lake County. We got a four point nine on fucking Google, baby. They won't give us a five because they're hating. But uh, <laughs> we fucking if but there was a good couple years that if you were in the Central Florida area and you typed in strip club, we would be the first suggested because based on rating. That's actually uh, if you guys ever watch Mike's uh, Snapchat, you'll see Doc Blondie. Shout out to Doc Blondie. She's our, our resident uh, pharmacist, physician, always helping us out. I'm so lazy. I don't even know the medication I take. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what pills. I, oh. Just put them in a fucking, I have those old people like Monday through Sunday. <laughs> I had two of them because I'm so lazy. I'm like, yo, I got a problem. I got two days left. You need to come back over here and refill my multivitamins and then. And that pill from my fucking diabetes. He's like, I'm all out of the M's and the, all the T's. You know, I only have W's, F's, and all the S's. <laughs> I failed kindergarten because I told my mom that there was no more school because there was little apples on the calendar. Yeah. And, was, and every day we went through a day, the teacher would take off an apple off the counter. Like, yeah, mom, school's over. We're all out of apples. <laughs> We're done. And she fucking let me stay home for a while and I failed kindergarten. <laughs> You're like, I well, Doc Blondie actually True came story. to us. With her homegirl, because they called up one night uh, a, a couple years back. They called up to see if they could rent this place out because they thought it was a club. And I was super sketched out because I used to, when people would, all right, look, all right, here, here's the deal. If you listen to the show, I'll let you have a phone number. So if, you li- if you're listening to this right now, whatever, the hour or two of episode five, you have my number because it's on the goddamn fucking Google. And I'm not talking about no Mike Jones, like, secret hotline. It is my, I have two phone lines, one phone number. I don't know what the number is and I don't barely ever fucking use it. Brand new iPhone. Okay. And then my main number uh, is 407-666 and you count down from 10. That's a little. You laid it out there. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my that's real, real fucking, number. That's my real cell phone number. So the few thousand people or how many people listen to this, I don't fucking know. Hopefully they're fucking listening. I know some people are listening because they're calling me and telling me they are fucking listening. So I thank you. Um, well, now you can call directly and tell them. You can just just don't call me, text me because if you call me and I don't have your number saved, back in the day I would pick up and I would stop there and listen. I go, because <laughs> you know, like the fucking spam things when they hear voices. Hello, good evening. Hi, this is Teddy from the police department. We have your wife and kids. You know, yeah. <laughs> hello. Have you ever thought about donating to the police union, union league and like all these like random spam calls hey, and not, shit? Not to not to be racially insensitive, but I love when I get a call and they're like, "Hello, Mister Miguel, this is Robert from your computer program store," and I'm like, "How can I help you? Your computer has computer aids, and unless you give me your bank account, I won't be able to get it its medication." I'm like, and then you hear a bunch of people in the back. It's like a sweatshop in the background, and you're like, oh, where are you located? Oh, this is Robert from Connecticut, you know? <laughs> no, um, yeah, I have no idea where I'm where You I'm, were talking about Blondie and them renting, trying to rent the house out. You were sketched. So I, once I'm a, okay, one time I was in the pool, and I answered the phone, and I go, and I hear, hello? I was like, oh, shit. Wait, <clears throat> who's this? My name's Jojo. I was like, oh, what's up? What can I do for you? Is this the Sausage Castle? I was like, might be. Who's this? What you look like? Oh, I'm, I'm, 
I'm 20 and I'm just, uh, I, I work at Wing House. Which is like a Hooters. Oh, I remember JoJo now. Whoa, yeah. hey. So then I'm like, hey, so I said, hey, uh, send me a picture. Because this is the time I'm going yeah. to all this sketchy shit with the county. So I, I don't trust nobody. Everybody is a fucking suspect. Some, everybody's suspect. To this day, if I hear a helicopter, I start shaking and shit. True story. Yeah. I got, you would have thought I went to Afghanistan a few times. I get trembled sometimes. So this girl sends me a text. I'm like, whoa, oh shit. Next thing you know, I'm dating this bitch for fucking like six months or something. Anyways, so I pick up a phone and Blondie's friend who I have on my phone is Shady Cop Chick. Um, <laughs> I instantly go like, yo, you just a cop or something? Like, what you want? And she's like, uh, I just wanted to rent out your place for a party. And I'm like, send me a picture. And it was like a cute chick. And I, this is, I can't tell that story. Um, <laughs> ah, pussy. Is there some story? Pussy. That, yeah, because, you know, why we're doing this, people are actually listening, which is very, very flattering. And I know on behalf of me and Miguel, we are extremely humble. And we're just so glad you're actually listening to this shit. So I've been getting phone calls from friends. And, and like, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm fucking... I better slow down on the fucking Crown Royal Apple. Is this, is this Josh Van Tassel? Hello? Like, <laughs> all my skeletons are coming back from my... Because I, I, you know, I don't tell no lies. Everything I'm telling yeah. you, these are true stories. So, yeah. It's fucking... It's a crazy... Uh, it's crazy, man. I'm just excited to be back, and and I hope we don't lose momentum. And, and, and guys, uh, if you are listening, you just got my phone number. Thank you. Hey, Please hey, don't hey. call me. Just text me. Well, this is something that you guys might not know that Mike does. Mike will go on his Instagram or excuse me on his Snapchat if he needs something done. He'll be like, "Hey, I need a welder." And then he'll just put my phone number there <laughs> and he won't tell me what's going. And next thing you know, I'll be getting 36 fucking No lies. Miguel will be like, "Yo, Mike, did you uh did you like put my phone number on the internet?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, we need a welder." I'm like, "Cool, cuz I just keep getting texts saying, "I can do it. I can do it." I can party harder than everyone and I fuck like a champ. By the way, I can Google welding. I love when I get I'm the messages guy. from people that are like, bro, I can't weld, but I party hard. Do you need my help? Because <laughs> there's never been a situation where we're like rocking it out. We're like, fuck, there's not enough dudes here to party. Never. Send a mess. In the text. history of partying, there's never been someone going, wait, you know what this party needs? More dudes. Yeah. Even when Sorry, guys. That's just the truth, you know? Yeah. Hey, you wouldn't want me to show up to your fucking house if you're trying to get down like Bobby Brown. And here's something. Maybe you, you would, but here, here's not. something you guys don't know. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, and no shots to anybody, but technically, celebrities don't usually bring a lot of girls either. Like, you, oh, think, you, think, you think, oh, shit, we got a couple athletes and some rappers coming over here. We're going to have a lot more girls. No, no, they bring more dudes than anyone. I've been supplying pussy for the who's who of the world for many, many years, and I have been totally blown away by the uh, lack of ingenuity, the lack of effort, and the damn near lack of skill of many people that you call fucking rock stars, and celebrities, and rappers. Bro, a, a lot of rock stars, rappers, and athletes, and, and, and Mike's going to vouch 100 for this one, zero fucking game. And then their entourage has less game. And so you've got all these oh, girls partying here. Oh, their entourage are creepy as fuck. There are some very, very, very famous people that I've become friends with, and I would be hanging out with them backstage or something at an arena show, and we're back in the, like, the locker room, and they get all dressed up, all pimped out. And I'm looking like 
their homies and they're like fucking wolves. Yeah. There was one time in North Carolina, I won't say what show I was at, but I was like, I literally felt sorry for the women of, of the world. I was like, whoa, ladies, we're getting out of here. This is, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is getting crazy. I'm uncomfortable right now because these guys are like, yo, yo, what up, man? I'm fucking uh, blah, blah, blah's fucking cousin from fucking do do do. And they're literally just fucking got their dick out next to a cheese platter. Like, what's up, baby? You want yeah. me down? I was like, what the fuck? Is that is that your game? Is that how you're doing it? We got a homie who's a rock star, and literally to me, he's like the fucking butler and Mr. Deeds when it comes to pussy. He just pops up everywhere like, hello. Oh, <laughs> and you're God. like, you're like literally talking to a girl. He's like, pops out of the shadows like the goddamn Viet Cong. Like, Poof. Hello. And then literally has got, This guy's rich, handsome, got a big ass dick. He went got around toys, he, cars, like, you, you name it. You gotta understand that we in our house we have one set of stairs uh, on all the way in the back of the room. Alright, let's not talk set, the details. I'm just saying, like, wait up, because he this person may or may not listen to this show. <laughs> that motherfucker moved quick to say goodbye to all I, the pussy he the just said. Goodbye this, to. this is where Mike becomes responsible, okay? <laughs> I'm putting on my responsibility sparrow ad. Okay, Miguel, shut up because they might be listening. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, there's been blue check mark on him though. <laughs> yeah, there's been a lot of fucking friends that have been just been like, whoa, like, like wow, like damn. I was thinking a whole other thing. You got me fooled, baby. I was watching the gram and thinking you had it good and and blah blah blah. And sometimes some of the shit you see isn't what you what is what's reality. And, and yeah, I pride myself on. Unfortunately, what you see is is not reality because there's so much more shit going on that we can't talk about or. Or show you, and that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's kind of to go into more details about things from the past, present, and the future of what we got going on in our. Because you have your own radio show and yeah. iHeartRadio. And, and, and tell everyone when they can listen to that. And, yeah, you and, guys can check it out. It's called Real Laughs on iHeartRadio. You can check it out on the iHeartRadio podcast. We've got over 525 episodes. So, like, I've, I've been doing this for a while, but I've been waiting, waiting for me and Mike to do this again because me and Mike. Like I love our, I love my show because it's me with uh, three other touring comics: James Yon, Ken Miller, and Mike Hurley. These guys are fucking fantastic, and I love what we do on my other show uh, because we get to we get to just be comedians telling telling comic stories. But so if you can't Mike, get enough of Miguel, check them out. Thank you. One more time, where yeah, they can real laughs on the iHeartRadio app. But uh, and it's on iTunes, Spotify, and everything. And as what's well. the name of the show? The show is called Real Laughs on iHeartRadio. But uh, with me and Mike, we get to talk about the raw. Behind the scenes business that we're you owe in. Me twenty dollars. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> Swipe uh-huh. up. Uh, because this business we're in is it, it, it's so entertaining to be at the back end of all this. Like uh, you know, just just to pay attention to, to some of the the minute little. Like we're talking about hanging out with rappers and athletes and stuff that come over, and a lot of people are just so dope. Some people every now and then are whack, but better than that, you get to find out that some of these people have like. Weird little insecurities that you would never expect from some of these entertainers. Let me go a little deeper. One of my most common favorite phrases that I hear, and it's not like toot my own horn, this is just what the streets are saying. Yo, bro, I'd do anything to have your life. Oh, man, blah, 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 you got it. And you know what? In all fairness, I get what they're saying, and I do appreciate it. And, I, and this is probably one of the realest things I'll ever fucking say. I get it. I see what you're seeing, yeah. and I know why you're seeing it because I've let you see that side of it. But what they don't know is that everything it took to get where I'm at. Right, this is 20 years of fine. This is dividends from 20 years. Like, even if I was to come back, go back in time and tell myself, be like, yo, hey, listen, stick with this for 20 years, playing. You might get, 
Might have bought you some cool puppets yeah. and some fucking. Gonna get some double dongers like tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm, I may or may not get a threesome here in a little bit. And I'm I'm dedicated to my craft, so I'm like, all right, let me let me do my, I even my fucking him, obligations. I, I even asked him when he, he took a little nap earlier today because he had a long day. Uh, and I, I almost had, died on a motorcycle accident. I on wouldn't Sunday, say motorcycle. I'd say mini bike. Okay, yeah, yes. let's let's Be keep fair. it real. Uh, dressed as a knight. Uh, I've been feeling peppy. I've been yeah. the old old Mike Busey is out there in the streets, and I'm down to do dumbass shit and film content and and make our members happy. Shout out to Nick Neck Paddywhack who was here this weekend filming with us. Uh, we do a lot of dumb, funny, cool shit. But you, uh, when I when I went, when I got you this uh, a little bit ago, uh, we had Nurse Blondie here to give you uh, some, bring you your medication, and uh, your girlfriend went into the room to see you for a little bit, and, you, and came she came out, and I asked you, I was like, did you catch a little BJ? And what did you tell me? You said no, and why? Because I'm a, I'm a fucking athlete. He's an athlete. I'm a competitor. Yeah, he keeps. And you that, know, you don't bust a nut before the game. You don't bust a nut before you the game. You don't bust a nut before the game. You got to keep that tension in you. You know what? You know you want to hear Mike Busey after he busts nuts. What's up, guys? You yeah. listen to my music show. I have a fucking seat or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> my God, you got something to talk about? Have you ever busted a nut? And it's, cause, well, you know, it's different because you fuck at your home all the time. You've rarely fucked another girl I would, besides your own. 99.9% is another factoid for all you kids at home. Yeah. 99.9% of all the female conquerors that I've had, conquest, they've all been at my house. Right. I'm, Very few mutual ground behind right. nightclubs, dumpsters. The bus, the bus is yours. You know, I ponds, that your the home, tour yeah. bus is my home still. Or but hotel rooms are your home. You know, in the very, yours. very beginning, it was like, yo, you want to come to my house? And I was like, oh, shit. I remember going to, like, sneaking a couple windows. Yeah. Consensually. Yeah. Consensually. And, and borrowing a homie's car and lying. They were like, yo, what's yeah. up, baby? Check out my Nissan Maximum, baby. Oh, yeah. You know how I'm doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, so yeah, if, if I've had sex with you and you're listening to this, you probably had sex with me in my house, and I can willing to bet. Because I've had those moments where I've like got done busting, and then like we're laying there, and I'm like, I gotta get up. Like I won't instantly, even drive you look up at minutes. the light. You look up at the light. You're just laying there, and you're like, I put a lot of energy into getting here, and now I'm so that's that's go. the spoils of war. Yeah, like someone looks at like the hot chicks and the cool shit they get to do and all this stuff. That is. Like as they would say, the perks of the job, but there are a lot of perks. And yes, you're right. If you're watching from a distance and you admire this and that, but what you don't know is that, like, literally, if you were to come back in time, like, yo, hey, keep this up for 20 years, you know, yeah. my able to do some cool shit for every like. Six would I women, really do it? That's yeah. that's the question. Would I do it? Yeah, like for every six woman threesome or or hanging out with Shaq, there's a day with the IRS or literally shoveling pig shit. And, you know, trying to build a fucking uh, a, a stage right before a concert. What y'all need to know if you're listening to this show is, uh, first of all, thank you. And you're not, you're not going to hear just us, like, bragging about how cool this is or that is. You're going to hear real-ass shit. And to be honest with you, I am a, a prisoner of my environment. It's something that I created. And I hate when I see, like, other cool people be like, oh, man, I can't live a new life. And... I see that, and I'm just, I had a very, 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 very famous friend of mine one time tell a, a fan that he didn't want to take a picture, and I was like, oh, fuck, that was, I felt really weird. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was just like, I don't ever want to get to that point, but I understood where it's coming from because people, that, that particular fan, quote, unquote, wanted a picture with him because they know that he's famous, not because they're a fan of his music. Right. So it was like, you don't even know none of his songs. Because that is something that you've discussed with me. Like, you've asked me, are the, do they know who I am? Do they follow me? And when I say, yeah, this person knows who you are, 
You're like, bring them in the tour bus. Introduce them to everybody. No, Listen, I'm going to tell you straight up, and I will fucking pop off so fucking quick. I will show up to your house and shit on your front door and fuck your mom, essentially, if, you, if I've ever been accused of being Hollywood. And I have literally, my entire life is a party and everyone's invited. Put that shit on my casket. Because I've developed uh, a platform for people to not only live vicariously and see my ridiculous life, but for many years, I let them see only the funny, the sexy, the crazy, because I thought that's what they wanted to see, which is what happened at first. But then when I started showing them the real, the ups and downs, the sad, the, the, the fucking heartache, the struggle, they related to it. And that's when I fucking, that's when my followers fell in love with me, because back at the old house, if it wasn't for like me, because I was like, yo, this shit's getting real. Like the cops, the FBI, the helicopters. The, the, the fines, the county officials, everything, all that shit became so overwhelming that I couldn't, like, just hide it. At first, I was like, oh, well, let's not post that. Let's not show this. But then one day, I was just like, you know, fuck it. I was like, fuck it. Let's just show them. Like, Yo, hey, guys, I'm, I'm about to be homeless. Yo, almost died in this bus accident, blah, blah, blah. And that's when my followers really fell in love with me. Like, whoever's listening to this right now, you may or may not be a member. You might not be able to afford it or not. That's cool. But I still fuck with you. But it's the members, past, present, and future, that have changed my life because I am 100% indebted to them. Not to one individual, not to Bob Smith from Chicago, Illinois, not to blah, 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 but to the people. That's why, like, anytime I get into a relationship, I always say, hey, listen, you know, I fuck with you. It's cool. You know, I like having sex with you and all these hot girls together and having this cool little partnership. But my followers come first before anything. I remember telling a girl that I dated for three years, I, was, I love you, and she's like, I love you, and she was crying, and she was like, I'm, I wish uh, I was dating just Mike, not Mike Busey. And that's something that resonated in my mind because I, like, I knew what she meant by that. She just wanted, she didn't want all the extra bullshit that comes with this. And uh, I told her, I was like, I love you too, but I'm, I'm, I'm set out on this adventure, this conquest, many years before you were even in the picture so to be true to myself which is what you and me and everyone in this world anyone who listening should do should be true to themselves so if you're on if you have a dream or if you have a goal or a, a drive in you and you're real to yourself you should always at all costs that's really what you want to do doesn't matter if you're some shitty fucking rapper or if you want to be a fireman or a doctor or fucking whoever whatever if you real, just like you you want to do stand up and you want to do that you just yeah. want to make people laugh and they, they, the, the typical thing is, like, people like me and you are, like, the ones that had the shittiest, like, insides. Because yeah. we're, like, hurting inside. Because we, 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 we get some, a part of us back with us when someone laughs or is entertained. Because that's our way of giving back something that yeah. we lost. Like, I, I, I miss. Not to get all deep, but no, too late. I miss being on the road during comedy. You know, I'm usually, like, 35 weeks out of the year booked out. And I... There's a loneliness on the road that makes you stronger as a comic and an entertainer because it, it, and this sounds so fucking dumb, but we talked about this before. Bob Seger's turn the page. Oh, that's my jam. That's my jam because it, it just talks. I get about so how, fired up when I hear me that. Me too. I, I sometimes before I'd go on a tour or something like that. I'd the Metallica pump version too. Oh, I'll I love the Metallica version. Shit. It gets me wild too. Yeah, start breaking man. shit. But that uh, that idea of you are surrounded by people 
on stage, but you're alone, man. You're alone. I, I have one of these little fucking emotional quotes I made, a little meme, and I said, I'm surrounded by many, but truly all alone. Yeah. And it couldn't be more true. And it, it's not necessarily, I guess I said lonely. You're alone, but it's not loneliness. It's just, it's me. I got me to take care of this. And you know that people care about you. You know that they got love for you. You know, you see it. We see it when we're on tour, people coming out. But in the end, uh, they're they're not always going to be there. They're there for the fun and the party. But when it's tough and when you're on the road oh, yeah. alone oh, no, and I've tired and hurt. So many. Uh, and you got to be on. You got to be on. Sincere, like, eye-opening events where I'm like, wow. Like, one time I was, I was kind of like. I was in my swimming pool, and it was the end of the night, and security had gotten rid of most of the people. I, we call it bros and ho hour. You know, yeah. the bros and the hoes are chilling. And there was a couple of randos. They're like, yo, I'm going to do 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 And you're like, ah, you don't want to be an asshole. Like, yeah, whatever, bro. And then he's the guy that always causes the problem. Yeah. Well, um, I was sitting in the pool, and I was uh, doing these, like, breathing exercises where you, like, you, you hold yeah. your breath and you go into water. Well, it, I've, I've learned if you deprive your brain of oxygen, it starts to kind of playing games with you start start kind of hallucinating a little bit start tripping and uh i was just floating like the nirvana baby yeah in the pool and it was a ho- and i was the only one in the pool everyone was like just partying and then it was late late at night and i was just looking around and as i was just like doing these breathing exercises just like really like whoa i was getting more busy i was like whoa we're fucking aliens and shit yeah like, i was like wow like everyone here does not i'm here in this pool this is my house they do not give a fuck. They are here for pussy. They're here for some type of game. They're here for fun, to get drunk, to, to have fun, something. And, of course, that's what we all want. Yeah. But, unfortunately, I've uh, chose a path. It's like uh, having a really cool job that has a, a fucking company car. And you got a couple perks. Yeah. You got health insurance and shit. But with this, man, chasing your own dream, being an entrepreneur, it's lonely, man, because at the end of the day, you know, you're the guy who's butt-ass naked, chaped at 9 in the morning, painting a coffin out in the yard, getting bit by mosquitoes, having to load up your own trailer to go on tour with your face on the shit. Because at the end of the day, uh, it's your shit. No one cares more about it than you. And you got people, I mean, I hate to sound whatever, but we had a whole room full of people. We took that break. They're all gone except Robert and uh, producer, engineer. Everybody Steven. can't hang. He, where's uh, where's the other guy, Hot Rod? Don't worry, he'll never listen to the show anyway. So uh, he'll never hear his name. Um, I remember, and we, then that's not that's not no offense to any of these people. It's yeah. just like some people can only care about shit they can care about, and they're in the moment or whatever. And I I think what I'm trying to say is is that yeah, sure, from a distance you want to be like you want to live this life I have, but no one's willing to fucking do what I've done, and it all looks like fucking roses and shit. But I promise you. There wasn't enough blowjobs in the last 20 years that suffice the pain and the suffering and the bullshit and the anguish and the animosity and and the shit that comes with the territory. The price of it all. Yeah, because like, you, you see people that want to be champions and they want to be great, but they're not willing to do that. And that's the thing. A lot and I'm of, not trying to sound like fucking Picasso. No, no, no. Yeah, there's strippers and midgets and all kinds of crazy shit, but I, I do have like a, a true desire to... I want to be legendary. Well, I want to be immortalized, like you said, back to the the, the, death. the earlier death. That's the thing too. Every, like a lot of people want their life to be different, but they're not willing to be different. You know, they want to just keep moving down a path. They're like, "Why am I not living this rock star life and stuff like you?" 
but they're not willing to do. Like I know younger generation is just so fucking lazy. No offense if you're under thirty. I don't even think it's the younger generation. There's so many people we know that are our age that got shitty ass jobs at factories when that's not what they wanted to do. And I'm not knocking the factory job, but I know too many people that tell me. Man, I always wanted to chase my dream. And the thing is, I get it. Sometimes you have families and things that make it Oh, difficult. I get it too. But the, but, the, but the truth is, you know, me and you, we were poor as fuck 10 years ago chasing our dreams. And I've been on every side of the coin, you know. Yeah. So, so have I ever seen someone on MySpace or Facebook that I'm like, look at this fucking douche. Yeah. Of course I have. We would, I, remember, like, I, I remember. I've been kind of low-key hating on people yeah. my whole life, just like everyone else has, except I don't go out of the way. Or I don't comment on YouTube videos yeah. like, yeah, fuck this shit. Well, I just, I remember back at like Even Sauce Castle 7, you're looking like 10 years ago with us, uh, a big thing would happen. You'd be like, hey, this Australian, you know, news agency wants to come do a show with us. And uh, everybody around you would have to be like, all right, cool. I can get off work. I can do this. I could do. And it was for nothing. Not, no, I don't mean for nothing, but there was no money yeah, up or until, anything. Up until like, you know, less than three and a half years ago. No one was getting fucking paid. Not it me was, or not nobody. It was the cost of saying we're all chasing a dream. Everybody, they had people like me who was a comic who I was like, we all saw the benefit in working together as like a like a co-op, like a dream co-op. It's so Mike. simple, man. It, it comes down to this. You either get it or you don't get it. Yeah. And and you know? I mean, it, it's it's okay to be selfish when you're chasing your dream. It's okay to, to, uh, to team up with people, but you have to be realistic. And the realism is you don't. You don't end up following your dream by doing regular ass shit every day and they, clocking they, they in, clocking out. They call it a starving artist for a reason. Like if you're trying to chase something that you really enjoy, you're gonna fucking starve. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fucking stress. You're gonna have. You know, I literally hear to this day the echoes of a girl saying, "You're a fucking loser. You'll never be shit. Yeah, you just be a broke fucking loser your whole life." And when you know you had that girl that says that shit, she yeah. goes straight for the juggler. Like, Ooh, you bitch. That shit still resonates in me. I'm kind of like that fat girl who got who got skinny and hot, but I'm just still fat and not hot. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh yeah, well, what the world, the world's perception is like, oh, this is success because you have this and that. And I'm on some super dupe, duper fucking hippie, trippy, deep shit now because I'm just like, wow, you have all this shit, which means, you know, the great prophet, Mr. Notorious B.I.G., Mo Money, Mo Problems, that shit could not be more fucking true. And the way I think about it, too, something people don't get, not even just more money, more problems, more money, new problems. Some problems a lot of people who listen to this, come. yeah, you're exactly right. A lot of people who listen to this uh, tell me, they message me, and they say, hey, I'm, I'm listening you know, at work, and, da, da, da. and you're probably sitting there in a fucking cubicle or on a roof sweating your ass off or whatever the fuck you're doing. And you're just like, yo, man, like, wish I could do that or experience it. Now you can, because if you become a member of my website, I not only get to let you watch this uncensored content, but you get to actually come and party at this very place. And we have countless members who have came here just as a paying member. You know, they accidentally say, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the trash out for you. Like, oh, really? Next thing you know, they're fucking living here. They're best friends. They're going to Columbia fucking whores with us. That's like, if you ever want a job with me, you come work your ass off for free. Show me what you got, and then I feel bad enough. I'm like, yeah, we got to pay this guy. Yeah. Because we've had a lot of money being made over the years, thanks to our members, 100%. Unlike the rest of these fucking celebrity motherfuckers or who are, I don't even call myself that. I don't even like saying that word. But I actually know, and I always put the finger on, like, yo, this is why we're at where we're at. I'm never like, yeah, you know, I'm just a fucking successful guy. 
No, the people have made me, and that's why I always like want to get back, and that's why everyone's invited to my fucking house once a month when there's not a goddamn global pandemic pandemic happening and shit. I want everyone to experience this because it is a shitty, crazy life we live in, and you should have fun and should get your dick sucked and should get fucking blacked out and fucking wake up and fucking ants biting your dick or something in the field somewhere and sleeping with a pig. Like, you should, I want you to experience these fun things that I've, well, maybe not so fun. <laughs> I'm like, but, yeah, I want you to experience these fun things. I mean, the pig part, that's just, you know, that's just the cost okay, of living. Celine Dion is not saying, okay, has anyone bought my CD? I come, you come to my house in Canada and I throw party for you and you can stay on my grounds. No, no one's doing what we're doing here. And I'm like, I'm in an industry that's, Entertainment industry is so full of crooked, shady motherfuckers who literally just do it for pussy or just do it for money or whatever. And they're just, they're not morally sound. And I'm like a very uh, open minded, free spirited person that still has like hardcore, like fundamental values. Like, don't be a fucking shitty person. Don't take advantage of people. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Clean up. If I go into someone's house to this day, I could literally fucking stare at their shitter and be like, Hey, uh, 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 sorry, excuse me, uh, but do you have a bathroom I can use? And it's literally right behind me, and I know it's fucking there, but I have fucking morals. I don't go in goddamn people's refrigerators and start digging through shit if I don't know them. But we're living in a world now that people don't give a fuck. They just do whatever the fuck they want. They, they get their hand out. They're entitled. And that's why, you know, it's just, if you've ever, if you've ever, if this is your first episode, first of all, go back to the beginning and then come back to here. This is episode five. And uh, if you've ever wanted to hear about this fun, crazy, ratchet shit, these funny, in-depth, juicy stories, you're going to hear that. And you're going to hear there's more to just, it's not just strippers and midgets. There's, we have heart and we have passion like some of you do. Some of you are sitting at home and you're like, yo, man, how do I get, how do I break this? How do I get to the next level? And da, da, da. You know, and, and I'm not like, no, I'm not fucking Gary Vee. I'm not Mr. fucking professional uh economic advisor to any type of particular strategy i just had passion and drive i wasn't the most athletic or talented i just wanted it more than everyone else you know like i'm fat as fuck well i'm not that fat but i'm fat i'm fat enough to where i'm like i don't like seeing myself naked in a mirror okay <laughs> you and got like I know, a, you know what your body reminds me of when you're naked it had to be a dickhead you remember jim carrey's the grinch like <laughs> i look like the bad guy from sonic the hedgehog the, like the roly poly looking, and we make a good, we make a good couple because I have no ass. Like I, I literally, I, I go down. I'm like Mighty Mouse. I start up and then it just triangles down, and then you kind of just are like a Viking. There's like girth on every Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like wide everywhere. Not fucking fat everywhere, but just big arms, big ass, big legs, big. So head, what we're big trying body. to say is, yeah, you put a little hard work in, you sell your soul to the fucking game. 20 years into it, you'll be lucky enough to give a whole lot of fucking awesome sex and some cool shit, but you're still going to deal with haters. You're going to still deal with doubters and every other crazy thing. And no one's just handing out jobs like we're, the next story we're going to talk about. The Mexican cartel is running an ad. They're recruiting pilots to pay $180,000 per flight. Not year, per flight. flight. They're flying to, like, Venezuela. They're flying to Colombia. Uh, and you're, just, you're flying straight. You're flying straight from Mexico to like Colombia, Venezuela, Venezuela. not the United States though. You're flying straight to nah, these places because they're like, nah, we. And they're paying one hundred eighty thousand dollars 
Uh, and they're saying that it, this is per flight. A and drug trafficking pilot, basically. Yeah, and they're saying that the, an average average uh, pilot in Mexico makes $800 a flight. So they're I wanted to sell my kidney. $80,000. I, back in 2001, I was, I was trying to sell my kidney for a fucking Escalade. For $180,000 <laughs> per flight, I've never sold drugs. But I damn sure one time I was working with this guy doing tile. And he was, I, he, I was his boss, and uh, he's like, hey, I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I was like, oh, what's up? He's like, oh, I got to make some money. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. It's a job, right? Tell me about this. And he was like, no, but I got to go make 10 grand real quick. I was like, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me this story, and he was my homie, and I won't even go into too much details. He's probably dead now, but I don't know. Uh, he, had, he told me, he literally said, okay, I trust you. I tell you. I go to drive to Miami. Da, 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 da. I go here, and then I get the phone call. They tell me to go here, and they they watch him and they move around, and and then basically does a drop, and then he makes a shitload of money off it. And I was like, whoa! Would you for one hundred eighty thousand dollars? This is how I figure it. I would have sucked a wall of dicks <laughs> four years ago. If the Great Wall of China was just dicks, you would have said fifty thousand dollars. I was like, that's I'll do it for twenty five. <laughs> You literally undercut yourself oh, after yeah. they offered it. They're like, 50K, suck all these dicks. First of all, I don't want this to be a one-time thing, so I'm going to do it for 25. And you're I want to show back. you my, appreci- my appreciation for this contract. <laughs> I will underbid everyone by 50%. <laughs> I'm going to suck all these dicks. There's $180,000 per flight. What's the most the longest flight? What it could be twenty. That's less than twenty four hours worth of work. Oh, it, it's probably each flight is probably like four hours. Remember the flight for us to Columbia was three and a half hours. The worst Spirit Airlines seats ever. It's kind of related to what we're saying. I would, would you do it in the Spirit Airlines seat oh, again? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'd be like, that's ah. horrible. But I'm like, all right, ten ten more grand and I'll Spirit Airlines. <laughs> yeah, go two k, two hundred k, and I'll fly on Spirit again to South America. Yeah, uh, I kind of re- I kind of compare. Uh, what would I do now is like it's like a drug dealer. It's easy money, but the hard way, because you know that butthole is clenched the whole <laughs> way to wherever the fuck he's going. Oh, You're like, dear Lord, please, please, dear God, do not let the FBI, the CIA, whoever the fuck is following this drug lord. That's the problem with dr- drug uh, drug uh, dealers. Trafficking stuff, yeah. They're just they're greedy. If they could just keep their mouth shut and then like, stop telling everyone and showing if off. If you could do one flight a year, <laughs> just be like, hey. And then I would subcontract it. I'd find another guy and be like, hey, bro, $80,000, and you fly this one flight. I can tell you some stories about some shit that has definitely has something to do with would this you take stuff. It, would you, uh, the way we would do it is take the tour bus, though. We'd load the tour bus up. Oh, no. I have the perfect way to deal to traffic drugs. You have the perfect way to traffic drugs? What yeah, is it? All right. This is the deal. You I ready? got one, too. Yeah. All right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Everyone's got this one Everyone's story. Everyone's got like, the one idea. All right, bro. Check it out. So what's your, what's I don't yours? do it, but if I was to do it, so like let's say this, Simpson, if let's I was the killer. If you had to traffic drugs, for, are you doing this internationally or in the country? Or right, what? I'm going to go from Miami, Miami Florida, Florida to New York. To New York. How are you doing? East it? Coast run. Yeah. I'm getting a fucking church van. I got one on you. Yeah. I got an old lady. Yeah. Who's dressed as a fucking nun. Yeah. I'm getting twelve fucking little kitties with book bags. Yeah. And I'm fucking putting them on. I'm getting fucking the first church of fucking Virgin Mary universe yes. across the side of the bus wrapped. All this shit. Non tinted windows. 
I'm putting like fucking. You guys are singing fucking church hymns oh, the yeah. whole ride. They got book the bags, Lord literature. Said to Noah, there's there's a going fucking, to be a floody, floody Lord. Oh said. yeah. There's a there's a retarded kid in the front seat buckled <laughs> down. He's got a fucking sippy cup on him. He's got a diaper on. There's a dog in there that's really aggressive. That's a canine. That'll fucking just, and I'm loading that gas tank full of cocaine, and I'm driving it. Can I tell you mine? I'm loading up. Same run, Miami to New York. The motherfucking Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, wow. No one's seen that. (laughs) Son of a bitch. No one's going to pull over, and if they do, it's for a fucking picture. Like, and hey, if the dog starts barking, pull it's the I'm over. making hot dogs in this motherfucker. I've got a fucking wiener, Oscar Mayer wiener mobile full of Dotson's officer, and you're costing <laughs> me time. i got to get to this next parade, motherfucker. Just cruising in that bitch. Cruising. Someone's like, yo, man, that's a good idea. Somebody's going to be like, I'm combining them. I've got an Oscar Mayer wiener mobile full with of church, nuns. Yeah, full of nuns and special needs kids. <laughs> no one's asking some old-ass white lady, like, pop the trunk, mm-hmm. bitch. Mm-mm. My dog when- just hit on this fucking <laughs> this fucking church van. Strip it down. How does it like, imagine imagine in the DEA meeting? We got a lead that the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile is gonna be loaded with some pure <laughs> Peruvian coke. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, so basically, and, and I don't do drugs. I never have, never will. Uh, and but if we do, we're if running. I was a drug dealer, I I would never get high on my own supply, and I would definitely make a lot of money. And yes, I would drive a fucking Mexican cartel. Fucking plane. I don't. Even, I would get on YouTube and watch editorials tonight and learn how to fly that bitch by fucking five a.m. I'd get for one hundred eighty thousand dollars. Microsoft Simulator. And just oh be yeah. Fucking cruising. I'd be at fucking Fun City or uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck Family Fun Center down there in their simulator, putting all the tokens in. Like, get out of here, you fucktard. I'd get. A, I got shit to learn. I'd take a thousand dollars to some kid with an RC plane and be like, I need to learn the basics. Oh yeah. Hey, now we were talking earlier about uh, sort of like, you know, how you came up, things like that. And there's a story that I really dug that I was telling you about earlier uh, about Viola Davis, the actress. She, for her 51st birthday, she went ahead and bought the like rundown shack in South Carolina that she grew up in. I've seen the picture. Yeah, it had like, she said. I've lived in something similar to it. <laughs> so did Rowdy Robbie when we had the, with the shack on the side of the house. But it was, uh, you know, no no flooring, no running water, things like that. And the reason she bought it was this is the house she grew up in. This is the rough life that she remembers. And she wants that house and property so that she has something to look back on and remember where she came from. And I, me and you, I that struck that out. Fuck, I fuck with, with that, that hard. Don't mind me. I'm about to pee into these two solo cups. <laughs> I don't want to ruin the vibe. He's really good. Fuck yeah, I, I got you. I don't want to ruin the continuity of the show. Keep going. Tell me more. You're gonna fucking pee into Yeah, I got I got He's gonna baby dick out. Uh, all right. Oh, this is really really Here's the problem, man. Small dick peeing into a cup. It you gotta hold everything together. You don't have a I, dick that just sits in that cup and, and deep in. You gotta hold that bitch. Um, oh hopefully I don't fill this cup. Well <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear it. Oh, we're getting to the top. <laughs> we might as a commercial break. Sorry, Miguel. Switch cups. I'm a fucking professional. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell, tell me about that fucking house that bitch bought. <laughs> yeah, so we all, we all dreamed about that. You know, fucking, I'm, I'm broke. Now I got, oh, she got piss on my hand. Fucking shit. <laughs> hey, oh, true, hey, hey, no, 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 true story. The first time I ever broadcast live internet. 
I drank my own urine. Oh, should I do it now? No, episode I'm five. Fu- Save that for episode six, man. Let's no, um, all piss and bullshit. I I really did just piss in a cup. <laughs> Hold on. So okay, gross. that's that's a. Let me separate the crown. You're too and the many piss. cups in front of you. Put the piss away from the crown. Well, no, I fuck with that because I've definitely come from extremely humble beginnings. And then there's definitely a couple trailer parks that I would definitely no, would you, buy you tomorrow. Just, you just pissed on air. Everybody knows you came from the trailer parks. Yeah. Like there's, no, there's no question about My that. My street cred just went up 10%. Yeah, man. And, uh, I'm going to tell you this much, man. Your piss kind of smells like cake batter, so I want you to check your this sugar This podcast is cock-blocking me. I could be fucking two hot fucking chicks right now, and I'm here pissing in cups. Hanging out with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the cost of fucking wanting to do podcasts in the middle of the night. I want to thank Robert and Steven, our, our producers, engineers. We don't really know what Robert's doing right now, but he looks busy. He's got a he's got a computer in front of I'm him. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something right now. This is for you, Robert. I'm gonna defend Robert on air. Don't do it, Miguel. I'm don't gonna do, do it. it. Robert's up like 24 hours a day for us, and 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 the the biggest phrase that I always hear is. Robert, get this. And then while he's running one place to get it, I hear you go, Robert, get this. And it's always the thing on the other side of it's the room. <laughs> and that's why, Robert, you know, I put up with his shit. I wish I could just wake up, like, push a button in his brain that would let him understand is that I love loyal people and that people that take the extra mile of shit. And what people don't understand is I'm such a passionate workaholic because I want to be great. I want to be legendary. I want there fucking to be a sold-out arena fucking funeral like goddamn Michael Jackson or fucking Nipsey Hussle. I want, like, people, I want people scalping fake tickets to my funeral. <laughs> like, I want that. And maybe that's egotistical or narcissistic. I don't fucking know. I just want to know that I left something positive in this world for some people. Well, that's what's up. I, that's why, Robert, we run you like a dog. And that had nothing to do with Robert. Mike's funeral. I know, but I was trying to tie it back. But the moral of the story is... I see a lot of good in Robert. He has a good heart, but he's a fucktard too. But he he is also very very like he's about it. There's a reason why there's only like a couple of us in the room. Right he's now. about it. I'm gonna go on record, and Robert is about it, man. He 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 wants this with us. Uh, also, he's taking tomorrow off, so I'm telling you that now while you're oh, drinking. Oh, I heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard. But hey, I didn't, sign, I didn't sign up for this, Miguel. Yeah. I didn't sign up to be like a CEO boss of oh, fucking I know. We're office the two, manager. We know this. Hey, what you guys never get to hear is me and Mike sometimes just sitting on the couch letting each other know that we know we're not supposed to be doing the jobs we do. You know, as a tour manager, I run a company. It's a multi-million dollar company that I run, and I'm fucking learning shit. We sit there both together like we have no clue what this is. We went to the bank one day just to fucking like... We thought we were coming there to hear some bullshit, and then they they, they were like talking about how we could be private members, and we were fucking up the whole time. Like we we fucked up so much of the business, so much of the business that now now we're catching up. We're hiring the right people. We're moving forward. But the the thing is, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. They, they say most businesses take L's like the first three years, and that's about what we've done. First so three we're years, about, we we're about on track for the most of uh, American society. The thing about us now is you're not going to ever fucking hit us with the same hustles we got hustled on before. Yeah, you got to come way more better than we've heard every fucking Yeah, now hustle. we've heard it all. We've been hustled everywhere. You bought guns in your sleep. We've had fucking we've people. We've had shady, janky promoters try to sell us life insurance policies. Yeah. Pyramid schemes. And fucking you the, name it. We've, we've been hustled. We tried. We've had everyone in the world come to us about some bullshit. We've got to the point now when you sit and have a meeting with us and try to hustle you us. We'll be like, well, hold on. Let me talk to my guy at this, who handles this, who can help us. But here's the thing. For the record, if you're listening to this, if you got some, like, legit-ass, like, 
something that you got something, some type of business opportunity, don't start off the email with the subject, yo, I can party and fuck like no other. <laughs> like, we want to hear, like, all right, here's the deal. What do you, what's your idea? What can you bring to the table? What are you willing to offer? Are you willing to fucking dig down or, into or, the trenches or, with or, us? Or, or let me go with this. How about you give me a proposal? Like, you how know, about a pie graph, a, yeah, a chart? Just right. I like a, pictures. Give me a one sheet, man. This is what I'm interested in talking about. This is the possibilities we have. Here's some facts backing it. Here's a couple or some articles pictures. related. Here's some pictures. Some but memes. I literally have people that, and Mike, you know this, they want 50, 150K, half a mil, and they're like, and, and their email is, bro. You need to fuck with me. You're oh, not man. going to get half a million dollars worth of an investment from us with, bro, you need to fuck with me. They, they know that I'm pretty plugged in with anybody who's anybody. So they're like, yo, bro, you should tell blah, blah, blah to fuck with me because uh, my shit's fire. I'm like, hmm, okay, hold on. Let me just stop everything I'm doing right now and type up that email for you and send it. I'll, t- I'll send that text right away. Well, here's another one, too. Don't also try to gas me with a bunch of fucking... Uh, fancy shit, thinking that we're, we're thinking we're idiots either. We've been in However, this game long enough. If you do enough. put a pictures in the email, I'm more likely to look at it. All you gotta do is send Mike a headline from whatever news article you've ever heard, and he's gonna be like, "Check this out, Miguel." And I'm like, "Yeah, that comes from the Lafayette Times, which whoa, 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 was a de- defunded newspaper because they supported this time, the idea of ghost abortions." At this time, I like to apologize headline. to all those kids in middle school that I fucking read books to. All those Berenstein Bear books, I didn't read it. I was just making shit up, flipping through the pages. I'm sorry. <laughs> at this point, they're all the bear, smoking crack yeah, right now. He's drinking some honey. And this Yo, hey, tall here. kid, you can fucking read. Hey, get over here and go read to these fucking kids in second grade. I'm like, yeah, once upon a time, I like how I'll being, end the end. I like how being tall made people think you were smarter or something stupid. They do that all the time. Well, look at the tall one. Yeah. He's, he's learning faster. Well, see, I was like, I was, you know, like, I'm 6'2 and a half-ish, yeah. almost 6'3". Which most people are like, oh, damn, I didn't know you that tall. That was one of the most common Yo, On things. the internet, they put you at 5'11". I was like, I'll fucking kill him. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this blog? And uh, one of the first things that people say, like, whoa, you're way bigger than I thought. And it's not just, they know I'm fat, but yeah. they don't know how tall I am. But uh, this has nothing to do with this. So it go does, ahead. Man. Keep you're it moving. pissed in a cup. Hey, couple, uh, <laughs> like we said. True. <laughs> hey, one thing we saw that, uh, that both me and Mike thought was super dope because this goes with our kind of vibe of doing cool new things. The last blockbuster, it's in Bend, Oregon. It's going to close down, but before it closes down, it's going to be an Airbnb for only $4, and it's only going to let four people in for three nights. It's all set up like a living room with a little snack bar and everything. So they're having a grand uh, closing. Grand closing, but clearance sale. Think about yourself back when you were like 10 oh, years old. Man, don't, if hey, you don't could get have me started. spent the night at a Blockbuster. Okay, who did I, sh- did I show you, Robert? I have a fucking Blockbuster card. Did you see it? Speak up so they can hear. So yeah. I showed him my Blockbuster card I still have to this day. Blockbuster was my shit. Blockbuster was my shit, man. Bro, they used to have, on like Saturday afternoons, they had like Nintendo like tournaments and yeah. shit. Yeah. And I was entering all those motherfuckers. Oh, dude, I was like the fucking little autistic kid in Wizard, man. I was fucking on those contests. Wizard, that's where you found the flute. The flute, he, that movie gave you a clue to a video game. That's never happened before. Yeah. You've never watched a movie Legendary. and been like, oh, and then that fucking kid whipped out the power glove. Did you know I got a, uh, I got a letter from Mr. Nintendo uh, saying that I'm one of the, the, the best players in the world? Really? Yeah. That's I, I had this uh, kid from Japan. I, did I tell this story no. to you or on this podcast? I don't remember. Uh, he was on my... Uh, God damn, I wish I remember his name. I know he was from Japan. A little short, pudgy 
motherfucker. And he rode my school bus. And I seen him in the back of the bus doing the finger trick with the thumb where, yeah. you, where you look like oh, you're pulling advanced. it off. Yeah. I was like, hey, motherfucker, come here. That's my trick. How do you do that? Show me. He's like, oh, I'm not show you. No, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not show you. I was like, oh, you showing me. And I'm a big little fucking kid. I was like, you got to show me now. And he's like, no. And I was like, hey, what the fuck is that? And I look over his book bag, and there's this bright yellow Mar- Super Mario 3 box. I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm still playing Mario 2. What the fuck is that shit? And, and back in the day, in the 80s and shit, in the early 90s, them fucking Asian motherfuckers be getting everything before Yeah, us. they dropped it all the way there first. Everything. Yeah, they be made there. testing it and all that shit. They're like, oh, now you can have it, America, four years later. Well, so me and this fucking uh, Japanese kid, uh, shout out to the kid. I don't remember his name. He lived yeah. on uh, fucking uh, Sky Lake South yeah. on Orange Washington Trail in Orlando, Florida. Back in the early 80s and 90s, um, we were playing this shit at his house, and we got all we were going to Blockbuster. See, look how tiny yeah, back to Blockbuster. Yeah, we were playing fucking, and I was like, I had Nintendo Power magazine. I loved it. You had a cool mom, so did I. Yeah, and my parents were normally kind of fucking, well, my dad was kind of a fucking asshole. But when it came to entertainment, I was the first kid on the block that had cable TV back in Dallas, Texas, and I was the first motherfucker that had the goddamn Nintendo. And when I met this Japanese kid, and whoever the fuck he had over there had the plug, probably took him. It probably was already out. It just got sent over here. It took that long to get here. But we were playing that shit, and I remember playing it, and they had, like, a tournament when it first came out. I was like, I already know where the goddamn whistles are at and everything. And I got a letter from... I forget his name, Mr. Yoshak, whatever the fuck, saying I was, it was probably like a total type-up letter, but it was signed by him. Yeah. And this fat chick that was was my best friend's sister, her name was Candace, Um, his name was Timmy Bozier, and we had a summer party, and we were playing the Crash Dummy little games. Ooh, the Crash Dummy games. Yeah, had the the whole, like, garage and shit, the car. Build your fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember being like, Yo, what the fuck? You stole my shit. And he was like, I didn't steal it. And it was a button, a blue button. And it said, congratulations, it's a boy. Lakeside Hospital, New Orleans, Louisiana, which is it was actually in yeah. Metairie, which is right outside of uh, New Orleans. And I thought this motherfucker, I was like ready to fight my best friend. Like, you stole my shit. But he was just born in the same hospital Come as you? Come to find out, we were born in the same fucking hospital. And we lived in Orlando, yeah. Florida. And there's nothing to do with the Japanese kid. I was wondering, but okay. But whatever. Okay. Well, so Blockbuster was my shit. It sucks that they were they had the ability, they had the chance to buy, to buy Netflix. Netflix, yeah. For like shit, like fifty million dollars. And they would because you know what the thing is though. Well, I say it's ne- like shit, but to them, but you know. but back when Netflix first came out, we were all like, who the fuck wants a movie in the mail? You know, like Netflix didn't seem like it was going to be the shit. The first couple sausage castles, my boy Robert Hahn, who who kind of started the castle with me, yeah. Um, I remember seeing these little white little fucking yeah, fuzzy they look like bootlegs, little fuzzy fucking little sleeves. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, oh, this is website you go to and you fucking click. It's like uh, you remember when you put those little stamps in the Columbia yeah. House? I want these ten CDs for ninety nine cents. Do you remember when? Uh, I remember when Netflix got a streaming box. Do you guys remember that? It was a box that was like a cable box, and then you could pick certain movies from. I don't it. remember that. I wasn't hip to that. Yeah. Well, but, hey guys, actually, so Blockbuster. it's 
It's time, Mike. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got Akon's building the fucking futuristic city. We hold it. Hold it for next week, man. Uh, hold it for next week, guys, because some we... Some guy went to blow up the IRS building. Jake we, Paul got raided by the FBI. Students are wearing uniforms virtually on fucking... On webcams, which and is crazy. Some Japanese kid and Mike became best friends over Mario 3, and he had a buddy whose sister was fat, and that's all we got to. But we and I saw have... my first uncircumcised dick in that neighborhood. What did you think it looked Gabriel like? Gabriel Santiago. Th- I was like, yo, watch your dick look like a cocoon. Cause. First uncircumcised dick I saw, I thought it was a fucking anteater. Yeah, it's like an anteater sock dick. Like a lemur's tail. All right, guys, uh, from me, myself, Miguel Colon Jr. <laughs> that's how we're ending the show? Yep, and with Mike Yeezy himself. Christ. Thank you for listening to Love the Love you Mike guys. Yeezy thank show. you. Love you guys. Tune in to more episodes. Please like and share and rate the episodes. Please, thank you guys. for the love of God. Is that too much to ask? Like it, rate it, tell a friend or something. We love you. Thank you, guys.